Here again with his Halloween costume suggestions is Adam Sandler. Adam? Oh. trick-or-treating right now, there's a good chance you didn't want to spend the money on a fancy costume. Well, you really don't have to, and you still have time to get loads of candy tonight with my low-cost costume ideas. You can just use your face. Go as Smiley Boy. <laughs> hey, I'm Smiley Boy. Look at me. I got a big smile on my face. Now give me some candy. Come on, I'm smiling away here. What do you want from me? Give me that candy. You can go as about to sneeze man. Hey, I'm about to sneeze man, and I want some candy. Look at me all squished up like I'm gonna sneeze. Before I do, could you give me some candy? Huh? Candy? <laughs> you can use a prop, you know, you have lying around the house. A newspaper's great. You can go as crazy newspaper face. That <laughs> crazy newspaper face. Face. My face ain't normal, it's a damn newspaper! Come on, extra, extra, read all about me, I need some candy! Or you can uh, go as crazy newspaper unicorn man. <laughs> I'm crazy newspaper unicorn man, and I do believe I want some candy. Come on, I'm almost extinct! Give me the candy! <laughs> Clancy Brown's in Chicago right now? Yep. He went to Northwestern University for college, and he's currently in our beautiful town at the Music Box of Horrors drive-in. Oh, the drive-in? Where they're showing his new movie, Mortuary Stories or something. That doesn't sound real. It's on Shudder. I very famously uh, shared a silent elevator ride with Clancy Brown once. Yeah? Yeah. I still talk about it to this day. Huh. You kind of look like a... Like a half-size Clancy Brown. You think so? Yeah. I had a cute little blonde waitress tell me yesterday that uh, I look like brown-haired Thor. And I was really like Take strutting that. around like, hell yeah, I'm into that. And then she was like, well, if you had a baby with that guy from The Hangover. And I was like, oh, uh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Hey, speaking of celebrity lookalikes, we've got a, a low-rent Josh Holm. Is that his name? Is the that, Queens of the Stone guy, Age Queens guy? Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, that's right. Low-rent. Yeah, you know, he's... Uh, ladies and got, gentlemen, yeah, he's got back by popular demand, we got Tom Rock back on the podcast. Hello. Celebrating our 150th episode of Baby Oil and Below right here. Woo! By popular oh, demand, yeah. I, I, what I mean is that uh, Casey Nelson said that he likes when Tom Rock's on the podcast because it feels like we're reading an Ivo Cobra review for the entire <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
which I thought was a very astute observation on his part. See, buddy, it's baby oil and blow. Everything's backhanded here. It's an action stravaganza palooza. So sit down, strap in, lock in, drop your I'm top, and kiss and your ass goodbye. Oh, you're leaning into that drop your oh, top and kiss your ass goodbye. It's the coolest thing I've now. done in like 20 years, yeah, Nate. I really liked it. I got to run okay. with it. We could, I don't know, tattoos all around? All Let's around. Run. A la Starship Troopers. We got plenty of hosts tonight. Free subscription to Baby Oil and Blow. Anybody who gets that tattooed on them and then uh, sends it to us on Instagram. Yeah. This shit will be free from now on. You get a tattoo. Free for life. You get a tattoo that says that. You can come on the show. You can just come on the show. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care. we do this thing from my house. I don't know if I'm I don't care if people know where you live. Come my house. Just message me on the Instagram. I'll give you Nate's address. Anybody that's interested. I'm one third tonight of the hosts. I am Matt. Oh, with mm. me as always. Oh, how do we want to do this? We got man. I was gonna get clever with it. Yeah. My brain's too tired right. for that. Yeah, you got to come up so, with some sort of three man. Well, you can here. just be the Peter Buck to my Michael Stipe. You are Nate Adams. Ahoy, uh, hoy, everybody. That guy was which one was he? He was the guitar player. And mm. then, did he have mutton chops? Did he have big mutton chops? I'm no, he was just picture, a fan of mutton. Picture the uh, <laughs> yeah, the people in REM. I don't know. And then with us for the second time, as always, he is the little old man angel from the Losing My Religion video. He is Tom Rock. <laughs> That's when you say hi. Oh, hello. Now, this is the sound of my voice. I was telling Nate before you showed up, I got you guys something to Tell commemorate your 150th episode. In true Tom Rock it, fashion, he doesn't actually have it, though. I don't have it. It <laughs> didn't get done in time. He's, he's got something better, and that's a promise. Yeah, there's a fucking... Something's I been commissioned. It. I probably, I imagine COVID was the problem, right? <laughs> like, everything's delayed because of COVID. You couldn't quite, oh, no, couldn't quite get it here, whatever the fuck that was. Ivo COVID. There's another shirt idea right there. We're going to have to start marketing this podcast better. I just come up with ideas all Casey day. Nelson, the aforementioned, has told me several, several times that he wants us to start selling t-shirts that just have the VHS cover of a movie on the front and then on the back, the entire printout of Ivo Cobra's review of it, just like <laughs> word for word on the entire back of the shirt. It's not the worst idea. I mean, it's I've a great heard. idea. It sounds like hell to print. Like, I think that would cost quite a lot of money. Also, we don't have the rights to any of that art, but you know, fucking, this is a fine under the radar, yeah. seat of your pants gorilla operation. And if so. we get sued, it means we made it. <laughs> yeah, and who's going to sue us? Ivo Cobra's Slovenian fucking uh, attorneys or whatever? You mail them like and 30 you rupees. I don't even know if they have a judicial system. 30 in rupees the in the mail, like and they're, they're fine. Surprisingly enough, spoiler alert, I was... I literally combed through his entire uh, library of reviews for this one because I was like, for sure he has reviewed Starship Troopers. For sure I'm going to get an Ivo Cobra review of Starship Troopers on this. He loves horror. He loves action. Those are his two things. No review. No review anywhere on his IMDb profile. Am I audible? No. Ivo Cobra, where are you? This movie that we're going to speak of, Mm -hmm. Starship Troopers, uh, famously takes place in a in a fascist world and so whatever fascist country he probably sure. lives in doesn't allow it to be played there. taking guesses at what sort of a government Slovenia has right now I see well 
Only because I know where it is on the map. Okay, just, um, Tom Rock, wheel that uh, that bar globe we've got in the other room over here. <laughs> Let's have Matt try to point out on the bar globe where exactly Slovenia is in the fucking world. Let's see how this works. Out. We we just need to make Tom a full time third, but he's like the production guy. Oh, I like, like that. You know, like he chimes in every Baba once booey, in a while. Baba yeah. booey, yeah. wheels and globe bars. <laughs> Guys, it's October. We've been fucking just like knee deep in horror movies and fucking like witch covens. I mean, I've been fucking like knuckle deep in some witch covens over the last week. I don't know what you guys have been doing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest that. All month long, we've been having our monster mash extravaganza. It's where we're not just talking about normal action movies like we usually do. We're talking about men versus monsters in the action realm. Fucking, it's it's a crazy thing. It's it's a graveyard smash, as I like to say. I think it's working out pretty well. Did you coin that? I think our Tremors episode was was pretty well received last uh, last week. And by which I mean like three people that are personal friends of mine have said that they liked the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to assume. I enjoyed it. Tom Rock is on fucking board. Fucking on board with that episode. Tom Rock. What, what else do you need? Casey and Michael J. Fox. They all loved it. Oh, we actually, he spoke to us through his attorney and he said, you got to stop making those trembling jokes about him <laughs> or they're going to take that new house away from you. Look. As somebody who has Parkinson's mm-hmm. in his, you know, not too distant future. Was that a genetic thing? Ah, you gonna have some Parkinson's? Yeah, I'm sure. Or is that just like a I'm onset sure. because of like uh, alcohol addiction? So you're you're just assuming. No, that's the shakes. That's different. Oh, shakes is different. It's that's not the same when you thing. wake up in the morning, just put bitters in whatever you're yeah, drinking. Listen, I'm not it'll, a doctor. It'll take that away. I'm not putting bitters in my my breakfast beer. That's 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 weird. I'm not I'm not into that. It's the morning, you sicko. I put some on my eggs. Actually, a couple dashes of uh, Ango Classic, just like a liven up uh, some hash in there. Maybe like some, you know, like a Waffle House. Oh, uh, you doing a wake and bake? Yeah, some, some like Waffle House, you know, that you get it like chopped, shucked, whatever, slimed, however they fucking do it. A couple dashes of Ango on top of that, too. I'm sure that's good, those hash browns. I'd try it. No, 100%. This week, we've got another man versus monsters fucking horror movie going down. It's, uh, it's the second, second of four. Uh, it's, it's, let's get into the rundown here. Rundown this week is brought to us by that 12-foot skeleton that they're selling at Home Depot. Everybody's, everybody's, have you seen this thing? Have you seen this guy? I have not, but your neighbor right down the street when you hit South Street has uh-huh. got the giant thing. That's oh, yeah, rad. yeah. It's a pretty rad thing. And down the, what is that, Harrington? A little farther down Harrington? Sure, I know Harrington. The, giant, uh, the Beetlejuice sand snake. I have not seen the sand Ooh, snake. It's really big. Going to have to take a nightly walk here and uh, peep that one. Home Depot, $300. You can get a 12-foot skeleton to put in your yard. That doesn't seem... Everybody on the internet's loving it. That doesn't seem too expensive. It's way big. That seems too expensive. No, huh. we could we could all chip in. Yeah, that's like 75 a guy. What if we all just bought one and put it on the courthouse lawn? <laughs> I don't know. What if we finally scale the fucking courthouse and put it up on top of the clock tower? Well, I don't... How are we going to get a 12-foot skeleton on top of that thing? Does it blow up? No, it's it's solid. This is nope. a solid fucking thing. Papa's deli blows up. No, that's that's officially a threat. To oh yeah, us. you gotta edit that. That's, oh, yeah, <laughs> that old mm. Greek man holds a grudge. You threaten on is he still around on audio. Oh yeah, I saw him closing up the other night, looking 150 years old, <laughs> wiping down fucking tables. That old man where we used to go there for lunch in high school, he'd yeah. always steal your change, and he'd be like, he'd be like, here, 
And he was like soup Nazi. He's like, Here's your shyster, change. And yeah. he'd be like, you still owe me you go like in there 35 for a scoop cents. Of ice cream. No, no, no like, I give you change. You, you go don't away. buy one scoop. You buy two scoop. You need to buy two scoop ice cream. <laughs> totally. Or get the fuck out. You, I, you I can't can. sell single scoop. You take baklava. You take baklava. I'm not, yeah. I don't want the baklava. No, you take baklava. Yeah, the Spy Hunter arcade cabinet in there. You know, he'd be like... You How come in, the, you know, just the ice cream. You play my machine. Come here. You play the machine. Put money in the machine. How are the domatas? I'm not certain what that is, and I don't think he knows what that is either. His uh, specialty was, number one, making gyros. Number two, just having, like, decades expired jars of dusty pickles, like, on a couple shelves, and that's fucking it. I think that's all he did. Old baklava that sat in that front case he had some baklava <laughs> there's always baklava I just, like in the little plastic I always just went in there for ice cream I don't even think I knew what a baklava was when I was a kid I didn't know what it was at the time it just looked like a pastry thing that he'd yeah. force on you and sure like, I don't want your baklava what, I wonder if he had like some sort of old lady chained up somewhere making those <laughs> or where was that baklava coming from there's a big bootied Greek woman somewhere in there no it's a very small building if there was you'd see her you'd see her them butts don't hide did you still, were you still in uh, Crown Point High School when you could go outside for lunch? Oh, 100%. Although they did change that my senior year. It was, yeah, that's why I just had graduated when they did that. Is because of the gang problem in this uh, all-white <laughs> community. was uh, why, why they not, no longer let everybody leave the high school and chain smoke cigarettes for 45 minutes be- every the, day in the middle the, of the day. The best would go to, uh, you could smoke inside of Chicago's. Everyone would go to Chicago's that place, and just chain smoke. And they, they wouldn't let the cops I've in never when the cops tried to get in. I've never in a fucking low-rent dive bar <laughs> that smelled more like a cloud of fucking smoke than Chicago's pizza joint smelled fucking going in there at like 11.45 on a weekday and it's full of like 50 high school kids all just fucking chain smoking and buying their slices <laughs> uh, what a disgusting establishment you never went to the uh fucking backwoods mcdonald's oh the backwoods mcdonald's was uh frequent uh, but they're not gonna let you smoke in a mcdonald's back when our mcdonald's, McDonald's was a log like, cabin yeah. for some oh, reason oh yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah, yeah dead yeah. animals on the wall you i smoke in there back in the day there was a whole year i think i'm gonna say sophomore year of high school probably where i went to that mcdonald's for high school lunch every single day and ate a quarter pounder with cheese five days a week like fucking for an entire fucking year and then just could feel my heart hurting by the time i was 15 years old <laughs> I uh I, I one bited uh, a hamburger uh huh at that McDonald's once uh just th- stuffed it in I, yeah yeah just you know how I do my cupcake trick right sure yeah. <laughs> it's the same way just put the whole burger in there and just powered through it how many girls did you end up uh, balling after after you did that and they were all very impressed by the showmanship there was a group there you know they they knew sure, yeah they, they knew. knew. Okay, the rundown is of 1997's Starship Troopers. This is a film with a 129-minute runtime. This is a film that had a pretty hefty budget of $105 million. Who, who signed off on that? 1997 money. I, this is uh, a, a film that worldwide grossed $121.2 million. Sort of made its money back, but probably not enough to actually make its money back. I'm sure it didn't. Uh, or as cheap ass Hollywood accountant goes. Video side. Video, yeah, video side of shit. Probably when all was said and done, you all the tie-ins and animated series and sequels and shit. This thing came back. 
Uh, this was, of course, directed by fucking action movie legend Paul Verhoeven. So you're saying who signed off on that $105 million? I'm saying maybe he's just cashing in that Showgirls fame. Huge success of Showgirls. He's probably like, just riding high on that. Like, I he's get got it. got a blank check to do whatever the fuck he wants. Dude makes RoboCop, uh, Total Recall, Basic Instinct, different genre, but still a success. And then he makes fucking Showgirls. That's probably the most famous beaver shot in film history. He, so goddamn right, a success. He makes fucking Showgirls, which yeah. is the biggest laughing stock on the planet. Sure, but they still do like. And they were like, mm, give him another hundred million midnight showing. That, that was that a fluke in like <laughs> drag fucking show venues and whatnot to to this day. So it made its mark on the culture. Yeah. Jesse Spanos feels amazing now that, you know, so many grown men dress like her and look like she her. She flashed the beeve in that one. I know I she's topless so. through the whole thing. There's no beeve in that fucking movie at all, as, as, as fucking scummy as it is. I don't think I saw it. I was more I of a strip tease, We're going to have to rewatch that one. Oh, was that uh, Demi Moore showing off her new implants? Ding, ding, the ding. movie? <laughs> was, yeah. Just got divorced, had to let it all go, you know? Sure. I, I, I did some work to that one in my day. Without sugar or striptease, she doesn't fuck Ashton, okay? Ooh, yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to say, though, showgirls walked so that striptease could run. Is <laughs> playing some groundwork there. Heavy, bro. Stars of this film, Starship Troopers. Number one, uh, the man of this film, fucking the big star, launching pad to a huge career. Casper Van Dien is in this film as Johnny Rico, sort of the popular jock douche of his high school uh, he was also Tarzan in the movie Tarzan in the Lost City, which he... he no, you guys, you're thinking you of Georgia the one. Jungle. That was with Brendan Fraser. I mean, you don't equate the two because Georgia the Jungle, legitimately great film. Tarzan, I have not seen it, but I'm, there's no way that it could fucking compare. What's whatsoever. your feelings on Dudley Do-Right? Uh, I never saw the Dudley Do-Right. I should probably check that one out. It was in the same era of uh, Brendan Fraser just hitting home runs one after another. Where are you going? Oh, well, my work is done here now, Dudley, so it's it's time for me to rejoin my family. You have a family? Yeah, well, it's a it's a long story, but uh, basically I was I was lost like you. I wasn't a hero to anyone, not even myself. <laughs> no one ever really believed in me, but I feel you're my friend now and that you believe in me and and that gives me the strength to rejoin my loved ones if I can find them. I'm a new man, Dudley. Thanks to you. What about the chainsaw? Denise Richards is in this film as Carmen Ibanez, the fucking snooty rich girl, and all these people you're noticing have Hispanic names, which is just a goddamn laughingstock. They're from Argentina. She had a three-way in the movie Wild Things, very, very famously. She fell in love with a T-Rex in the movie Tammy and the T-Rex. Denise Richards, underrated performer, I'm going to say. Didn't she get AIDS from Charlie Sheen? Uh, you're thinking of the movie Philadelphia, where Charlie Sheen gives Tom Hanks AIDS, and they both win Academy Awards. Different huh. thing entirely. Dinah Meyer is in this film as Dizzy Flores, a sort of nympho stalker weirdo. Uh, everybody cool. remembers her. Hot redhead. Everybody remembers her as playing the character of Jane in Johnny Mnemonic. It's uh, some, Duh. Some, 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 some people... 
still talk about to this day. I love that movie. Come to Jesus. Uh, fucking to be continued. We might have some Johnny Mnemonic coming up here very soon. On our you might have saw the calendar. remake called Elysium with Matt Damon. I think I did see that remake, actually, but I can't recall a single moment of it. Other than like the trailers where they're like, we got to get to Elysium. The only thing I remember about that movie is that made up accent Jodie Foster did. Oh, oh, that she's the reason to watch that movie. She's doing some work in Elysium and it's not good. <laughs> like She's fucking Nick Cage in it in that fucking movie out of yeah. nowhere. An unlicensed vehicle just crashed, potentially threatening the Taurus, all because of your inability to act. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in this film as Carl Jenkins, a sort of snooty intellectual nerd who halfway is a telepath for some reason that never quite hashes itself out over the course of the film. Uh, he was motherfucking Doogie Howser. So. It's, the f- it's the future. We've yeah, evolved. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of these future movies where there's like a halfway subplot where like maybe people are telepathic now and like it never ever fucking leads to anything. I and mean, there's even some of that in Total Recall. Like, Why'd you put that in the movie? I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun. Yeah. It's, it's cool. People do it. I don't Sorry. know. Speaking of Total Recall, Michael Ironside is also in this film as Jean Rezek. A sort of fascist high school teacher who's You're also right to a tough as nails military commander. Clap it up because this guy's a fucking action movie legend. He was Richter in Total Recall. He was Jester in Top Gun. This guy's fucking done it all. He's seen Jester's it all. dead. He's done it all. Yeehaw! Jester's dead. He's the fucking bad guy in Turbo Kid. <laughs> he is oh, the yeah. bad guy in Turbo Kid. I That's love true. that. That's a good modern play. classic. Is it a sequel to that one ever came, came out? It's still in production. Uh, I want to give a little bit of a mention to Jake Busey Fucking for being Kobe. in this film as uh, the character Ace Levy, who's just kind of a military grunt with horse teeth. I, I was going to say, I'd just like to give a shout out to mm-hmm. his ginormous teeth in this That's movie. That's right, yeah. Uh, I think they play a bigger role than he does. You know Jake Busey, of course, from being... Uh, Dennis in the series Shasta McNasty. That's right. Matt, what can you tell us about Shasta McNasty as being our local terrible sitcom expert? Well, Nate, I do believe it was the lead-in to Homeboys from Outer Space. Who is Shasta McNasty? (laughs) They're the guys your mother warned you about. You guys are pathetic. Cindy Margolis guest stars. Damn. Oh, my. Now, see, that's interesting, because when I was... Thinking about Jake Busey, I was like, was he in Homeboys from Outer Space? And I didn't know why I was thinking that. Turns out this is exactly why I was thinking that. Because I was like, oh no, he was in Shasta McNasty. You were catching those same commercials during SmackDown. They were were advertising a block of it. That makes perfect sense. The ghost from Frighteners. He also, yeah, the serial killing ghost from Frighteners. And, you know. Oh yeah, he's legit good in that. Yeah, I rewatched that one a couple weeks ago. I watched that about uh, a month or so ago. I don't know. I had some issues with it. It didn't. I didn't like it as much as I did in the '90s. But Jake Busey as the uh, crazy killer definitely stood up. Did you say that movie was so scary it left you shaking? <laughs> I would not say that. No, <laughs> certainly not. And <laughs> legally, I can't say that because we've been warned to stop saying things like that. It took Tom Rocket. A second to get that, <laughs> but I got it. Also, the aforementioned Clancy Brown, who we've been talking about, is in this film. You got to shout him out. He's a fucking voice acting character actor legend. He's Sergeant Zim, the drill sergeant in this fucking movie. He also the fucking Kurgan. 
Yeah, there we go. Fucking the stepdad zombie in Pet Cemetery 2. Good shit right fucking there. Talk about some horror movie bona fides. Uh, the voice of Lex Luthor and all those DC animated fucking cartoon things that are so well regarded. And Mr. Krabby. Ooh. Speaking of sitcoms. SpongeBob. He's in the SpongeBob. Yeah. Oh, he's got some fucking SpongeBob money then. He plays the shop teacher in the later seasons of The Goldbergs. Oh, okay. That's that, uh, remember the 80s? Weren't they crazy TV it's a, show? It's a good show. I watch it at work. And Matt, how Shout do you out feel to about work. How, how many episodes of the Goldbergs have you seen? Oh, good seven to eight. Seven to eight episodes? Yeah. And just like a random assortment, or are we talking about like a... Random the, assortment. The not, cornerstone not episodes? Not a run. No, just random. The ones that... Every once in a while, they get some like uh, press whenever they get like a big guest star in or something. They do that in a lot of them, or at least they have the good shout outs in most of them. You guys would yeah, enjoy it. You Robert England showed up on uh, that good, show once, I think, playing they, Freddy or something. I don't know. They got the Cedric Yarbrough. Who's that? I'm a fan of his work. Who's that? Yeah, who's uh, that, a, Matt? Who's uh, that? He's the black dude in uh, Reno 911. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he is. He works at the furniture place with the old man. Oh, he's in like three episodes. He's oh. not in it very often. Wow, you saw a lot of Cedric Yardborough episodes. He's show up there often. Tagline of this film, Starship Troopers. Uh, great tagline. Maybe the best tagline we've ever had. Classic fucking line of the film as well. The only good bug is a dead bug. Mm. Just putting it all fucking out there on mm. the advertising material for this film. Plot of this film. Let's get to it. Let's dig into it. Set in the future, the story follows a young soldier named Johnny Rico. Johnny Rico. And his exploits in the mobile infantry. Rico's military career progresses from recruit to non-commissioned officer and finally to officer against the backdrop of an interstellar war between mankind and an arachnoid species known as the Bugs. Took him a while to get to it. Now Tom Rock is revealing that he has a big fly on his t-shirt today. Very appropriate. Are you saying you're on the side of the Bugs? You're rooting for the Bugs in this film? I am. Return of the fly! I figured it'd also be a nice shout-out to the uh, fly that, you know, crashed the debates. Oh, yeah, topical. We're fucking digging into, you know, yeah, that. you got to capitalize on it. When something sweeps the internet like that, you got you to gotta capitalize on it. Yeah. Hashtag fucking swat the fly or whatever. I don't know what people were doing. I'm sure they were making some sort of pun. <laughs> you got you to gotta get those that trash out of Washington, and then there won't be flies everywhere. Am I right? Drain yes. the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has that happened yet? Is, is, they've been twice now. The drains, the drains still going. I don't know. It's where Trump's it's body's damp are. around there. Uh, bullet points is the next segment yeah, of this podcast. Yeah. This is where we dig into our notes. I see that Tom Rock has <laughs> official <laughs> notes right now in his hands. He's old man squinting at some scribblings he's got on some fucking cocktail napkins. <laughs> we we yeah. got we got real notes. This is this where we're gonna dig stay. into them. We're gonna tell you all the things. He's doing a tight five to warm up the <laughs> rat packs. <laughs> as we were watching this film, uh, Matt, as is tradition, uh, hit me with some sort of like just broad esoteric one phrase thing that you say is your first bullet points. Join up, dog. Join up, dog. That's fucking first bullet point here. We open the film. We're watching a propaganda video. This this movie's got a nice little framework here where we go from story to just some like yeah, some 
Rufenstein or whoever that fucking Nazi fuck who made all those fucking old Nazi propaganda videos was. Global? Werner Herzog. No, Werner Herzog was not a Nazi. How was dare you? No, I, I don't know. It was probably Goebbels. It was fucking, it was what I said. I was closer than either of you assholes. It was, the guy who made Triumph with a Will. Oh, he's talking about the, uh, the little, direct talking parodies. about the little blonde guy in, uh, fucking Christopher whatever Triumph. from, uh, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Christoph Christopher Waltz. Robin. Yep. Tut tut, looks like rain. He made up all those Nazi movies about his imaginary bear. (laughs) Already a goddamn train wreck. The one thing you need to know about this movie, people will tell you, it's a satire, guys. This thing, do you know it? Do you know that there's satire going on here? Who's it satiring? People want you to know that, 100%. Bring up this movie in a bar anywhere. Did you know that was a satire? That wasn't just a movie about bugs. There's satirical stuff going on. I don't know, man. seemed really serious. It's a deep, deep, just a very biting intellectual film we're watching right now. You got to know that. And this is these propaganda videos is where that shit starts off. They're playing it straight. Join the military. It's great. Oh, boy. Paul, what's his tits? The mm. director. Oh, yeah, what, sure. Would he, he grow up in Nazi Germany or Nazi Poland or something like he that? He grew up somewhere. Definitely grew up he escaped the in the era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his Verhoeven. It's, it's German sounding. There's something so going is, on there. This is his ode to his childhood. Yeah, he definitely does not. Uh, and famously, I guess this is the thing that needs to get into, too. This is a non adaptation of a Robert Heinlein film or a novel. This is a conversation back and forth about this thing. People love it because it's a satire. People hate it because it's non-fucking committal to sticking to the Heinlein novel. Apparently, his novel was very fascist, very pro-military in a legitimate way. Verhoeven got this job, was like, I'm not going to read this book because I'm fucking... Because reading's I made pushies. showgirls. Like, Hell yeah. yeah. Also, the dude that wrote the screenplay, though, he was already writing something, but it was like like Bugs Attack Outpost number nine Sure, or something. it's something that sounded like, like a 50s They were like, on. hey, this is exactly, though, what... It's already been done. We got some synergy so can, here. Kinda we can fucking take your style and my style and just interweave them. And this guy, I, or maybe there's multiple writing credits on this. Like somebody was trying to get fucking Verhoeven to actually read the book. And he was like, nah, just tell me what happens in the book. Like That's, that's, that's all I need to know. I'm not going to make a pro-Nazi movie. I'm going to make a movie making fun of the Nazis. Unlike RoboCop, which he read the novel thoroughly. Is there a, there's got to be a novelization of RoboCop, right? I bet that's pretty good. I would hope so. You need to start a little, like, uh, library here of just novelizations of things that were originally films. I think that could be an interesting side project for me. My Home Alone novel is going to look beautiful in your collection. Oh, yeah, wow. I read the Back to the Future trilogy novelization. They did the whole trilogy. Yes, and I think I still own them. They get pretty deep into that Western lore in the third one. Mm. Comes in a box set like those Hardy Boys mysteries. Oh, I'd love... Give me I like, got it before the box set, so I got the first editions. Mm, oh, shit. Mm, Leather-bound, gold-leaf pages. <laughs> that sounds very fancy. After this propaganda shit, we're going straight into fucking a high school class uh, question mark because everybody in the room is 35, 35 years old. Yeah, so... I, it, they were actually 29. 
29? They, yeah, but they look That's like the average age of the cast because there's some hard Casper living Van going Dean on. And the Ch- and Dizzy were, Casper they were Van 29 Dean, when they did this. I can buy as being in his late 20s. They're, Fucking Dinah Meyer looks like your 45-year-old aunt <laughs> who like sells her own jewelry that she makes. Yeah, she does hot. not read as a teenager in the fuck, she looks like the rest of these people look like they're thirty. She looks like their mom. She could pass as their fucking mom. The the quote unquote well, you're like your antagonist to while in high school, mm-hmm. the dude that he's like oh what, Xander, he, yeah yeah, I couldn't remember his name. He's like a I'd say a year older than him because he's like oh I'm going to the academy tomorrow. That guy, that guy looks like he's that guy's 52. cool. That guy looks like if you're like a kid and you have a crush on your your babysitter and you're like, oh, man, he's your dad who leaves your mom to fuck the babysitter that you have a crush on. That's who this guy is. Your single dad fucking your ex babysitter that used to be your crush. If there were this se- guy is not a teenager. If there no. were seniors like that in high school when I was in high school, right. I would have quit. Oh, one hundred percent. Quit. He is the fuck. Is down. this guy somebody I didn't have in my cast rundown? I've never seen him in anything else. He's got I like he was in a Melrose Place. Two thousands boy band Actually, bangs. Like three or four of them were all in Melrose Place. And then, or, and uh, Beverly Hills. I remember, I was going to say, I remember when Dinah Meyer had like a Beverly Hills 90210. But he's got like a good 300 some fucking episodes of a Days of Our Lives. Ah, Gross. there. I think Dynamire might have played cramps, like. Though. I looked that shit up. Brandon Walsh's like teacher who seduced him or something. She was definitely playing an older woman in Beverly Hills 90210, which made sense. Ooh, like a moth to a flame. Keep it off, this thing. We got a major problem here. No, no, you've been reading Freud again, haven't you? Will you be serious for once? Sean saw us here yesterday. Yeah, so he saw us. So he knows. He says he's going to tell your husband unless I take a sociology test for him. So take the stupid test. It was probably the deal anyway. What deal? <laughs> Brendan, you are so naive. Why do you think my husband's being so nice to you? Why do you think the exam's a take-home, for God's sake? I don't know what to say. Say you'll stop being a baby and start playing your part. Meaning run around behind your husband's back and write to Sean's task for him? Well, yeah, it would make things a hell of a lot easier. Sorry, I kind of like doing things the hard way. Hey, Brennan. You want some advice? No. I always had a real problem with Ian Ziering and his yellow Corvette, but he won me over once he joined the cast of Biker Mice from Mars. I was going to say, he does a lot of pretty racist shit in 90210. I figured like you'd be into that one. I liked him in Domino. Uh, oh, God, that movie with uh, Ooh. Kira Knightley and the shaky Ooh. cam? Is that oh, yeah. what we're talking about? Because him and uh, Brian Austin Green are like the celebrities, and they just get like once or twice. the whole time. Brian Austin Green, really good in uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, that Terminator TV show. He's pretty good as He's Charlie Sheen's friend in Charlie Sheen's uh, therapy sitcom. You know Charlie, what I'm about? Ooh, no, I haven't Charlie seen Sheen, any of this. Anger Management. Yeah, yeah, Anger Management, the series. Oh, it's it's is it a takeoff of the uh, no. Adam Sandler <laughs> movie? He got, you see, he got fired from uh, Two and a Half Men, and then he did Anger Management, and then he got fired from Anger Management, uh-huh. and uh, got AIDS. Just, just unemployed now? Yeah. Just got AIDS. Employed in battling HIV yes. most of his time? That makes sense. He's got tiger's blood. That's true, and also HIV-positive blood, both of them going on. Oh, hey, really quickly, Uh going back to the Goldbergs, there's an episode of the Goldbergs, 
at the end, someone goes to jail and they're sitting there and they got Charlie Sheen to recreate the, the Ferris Bueller. It's hilarious. And it, he, he didn't have to stay up for 24 hours like he did for Ferris Bueller. He just showed up and he still looked fucked up. I feel you know, like this, this show, The Goldbergs, is basically just like a half an hour version of that character Chris Farley did where he'd be like, hey, hey, you remember that time no, when, uh, no. when, uh, uh, that was really funny. Don't poop. Do you remember that? You remember that? They really pull at the heartstrings. I wrote down here in this uh, thing, uh, Casper Van Dien looks like a drawing of a man in a cigarette ad. <laughs> this guy doesn't look like a real human being. He's just like 90% lantern jaw. That's about it. It is a sweet jaw. Uh, Michael Ironside is playing the high school teacher here, and he's got a nub for an arm, and he's just casually putting oh, that's it right. on everybody's shoulder to intimidate them, yeah. which I really liked. Nub looks great, too. Yeah, we had a... We had a a Spanish teacher in high school that was missing uh, a finger. Mrs. Bangsberg. Oh, there you go. There you go. Senorita Bangsberg. I had her. I had her as well. She would always just be coming by as you were doing work and casually putting that like. You guys sure Senorita Bangsberg isn't a Springsteen song? <laughs> I mean, that was really good. Guys, guys looking for material. If it wasn't already, it could be soon. No, she was she was a mean, mean old lady with nine fingers, and she was not shy about putting that nub right on your shoulder to intimidate you. Playing mind games, I didn't like it at the time, but now that I can see that it's so Ironside esque, yeah. I'm like, that chick, that chick had things figured out. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He's what, walking them through the classes. There's a whole lot of bullshit. Listen, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. The first half of this movie is fucking garbage. <laughs> the oh, whole yeah. first half of this movie is fucking garbage. Are you a civilian? Or a citizen. Yeah, we're talking about politics and shit. This is a future where, like, you have to do military service to be a full citizen with all the rights. It's fuck does that mean? It's not interesting. They're they're making it seem much more interesting than it is. We want to get to the scenes where the bugs are getting battled. The, the well, the best too is when they're at the house and he's all like. Dad, I'm gonna. Well, he's like, this came in the mail for you. Oh, what do you think Casper you're gonna join this? Yeah, I yeah. bet it's that teacher at parents. school. And he's like, Mr. Razatek's the coolest. He's like, huh, Razatek, stupid name. Which 100% is a stupid name. He should have a cooler name than Jean Razatek. Like, he's the fucking hard assed, like, fucking uh, fascist, badass military guy in this movie. Also, all these things where everybody who is in this one high school class together becomes like the most important people in every level of the war going forward mm -hmm. is all just so contrived and weird. Uh, but but that's later. Uh, dissecting the bug is the thing yep, I have in here. Yep. We get like a scene where they're they're in a science class. Their science teacher is just like some little you know who lady that is? who seems like she had a grenade go off in her yeah. face. No, yeah, I don't. Golden Girls, what? dude. Who that's is she? Fucking Girls. Blanche, bro. Blanche from the Golden yeah. Girls is Rue that science McClanahan. teacher? Rue McClanahan. Okay, is she wearing fright makeup? Because she looks no, like... No, that's, that's, that's what she looks like. Her makeup came off from Golden Girls. Oh, God. She what, looks like she yeah. has serious burns. And I was like, are all the teachers like veterans of wars? Like, I thought that she was like a burn victim is what I was supposed to be reading there on the thing. I liked it. But yeah, instead of like uh, like we do dissecting the fetal pigs or whatever, in this future, they get little like, uh, not little, they're gigantic bug babies and they're tearing into them. And I love this scene because they're building practical effect like goopy makeup bug things. Like you cut them open, they're sliming them, they're digging all the guts out. 
we're doing some comedy where Denise Richards is like, oh, prissy girl, I don't like holding organs. I kind of feel like they missed out on merchandising there. You could have sold those bugs. To, dissecting the bug If I was, a, if bug I was a little kid and I ripped one of those open, it would have been that same thing, just shrunk yeah. down, the yeah. same goopy slime. You're like, oh, squishy organs. The 90s had like a it's rash of like super gross like toys too, where it was like, Dr. Weirdo's whatever lab or whatever, and you can make, like, gross bugs and stuff. That could have yeah, fit in. Dr. Weirdo's Jesus Juice Lab. <laughs> Dinah Meyer, this is where we're learning the subplot here, where, like, she's boned up about Casper Van Dien, full-on white on every moment he's around. She follows him around like a puppy. She's pissed off that he's dating Denise Richards. She's doing everything to undercut it. She's got creepy stalker girl energy. She's laughing at her because, like, she can't, she can't tear the bug's organs out. And, like, this fucking bitch is weak as shit. You don't want to be with her. You want to be with, like, a chick who's like a dude, right? I'm like a dude. That's what dudes are into. Chicks are like dudes. Nerves of steel, huh? Yeah, she's fucking, ooh. Ooh, this little bitch. She's got a comment for everything, this... But also, this chick is clearly DTF and clearly wild, and it's, it's unbelievable this whole time that a supposedly mm. teenage Casper Van Dien is just ignoring everything she does and says because he wants to follow around Miss Goody Goody Denise Richards, who's not even letting him bang her. Like, this guy, this guy, at the point where he finally, I guess, loses his virginity in this movie, he's got to be, like, oh, 40 yeah. years old. Like, That's a good point. He spent his entire youth following around Denise Richards, just waiting for her to give it up, and, like, mm, she doesn't at any point in this fucking movie. Like, come on. It wouldn't have taken 10 years for him to fucking ball dynamire when she's just begging for it all day, every day. Clearly. What else is going on here? Next, we go into, like, the fucking the football game yeah which i think should have been like a much more interesting like future sport he was playing but instead it was just arena football <laughs> like the sport of the future is arena football they should have been playing slam ball we're indoors the the, the football field's 25 yards long and there's a thing too that starts this movie's so epic in scope and you go so many places and see so many things that like there's not enough money to do all of it, so a lot of it is just, like, real janky, real small, like, scale just sets that look like they're left over from, like, bad TV shows. You know they reused a bunch of the walls and stuff from Total Recall. Okay, here we go. Reusing shit from other projects. I believe that entirely. This has like, the look of that 100%. Where'd the money go? I was going to say, I like the sets when it gets to, like, the ships and, like, the other places. I even wrote down, I like the sets. See. It looks future, like, when they're in, like, the, uh, I get, yeah, like, some, on leave on, like, the space stations, that Some kind of, of the sets. space station stuff, like, internal thing is good, but I was saying, like, whenever we're in the spaceships and, like, we're getting outdoor spaceship shit, I'm just like, Star Wars was made in the 70s, and that shit looks so much better <laughs> than the fucking spaceship shit here, which I guess... Buck Rogers You're talking shit. about where does that money go, that hundred and whatever million? I guess it's going to CG, because everything in this movie is fucking... Not everything, but a lot of stuff is, and I think this is probably still when CG was pretty expensive, and Dude, they're doing they a had, lot of it. They had... I had this written down. They had... So many bugs on the screen at one time. Like yeah. At the end. Like having end, that, that many fucking moving it fucking things. It 32 hours to render one frame. That was revolutionary so, at the time. Dude, like, it was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. So it cranked out some algorithm to make it 18 hours per yeah. frame. And the Ooh, bug that's shit. ridiculous. The giant bugs, and there's so many of them, I think it looks pretty good. Especially it looks really for 97 good. CG. Yeah. 
And I, I think, think I might remember this being like one of the first movies I saw where I was like, okay, that's computer shit, but it doesn't look too bad. Oh, like, this it's not like ruining it. Black, oh, check maybe. this out. This will be a good one to throw back uh-huh. to your last week's episode. Okay. The same special effects dude from Tremors. Their same effects team, right. special effects team, did this movie. That makes sense. And the bugs are a alternate, uh, what do I have, an alternate design, design for the Graboids. Too. See, because they definitely nice. bring back yeah. the bright orange Graboids on blood when There's... they're fucking battling the big tank bugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was, I, totally. I, I made note of that too. I was like, but I thought even this, they're ripping off Tremor shit right here. CG and shit that I read about, and I, can't, I didn't write it down, but they were, yeah, they were definitely like yeah. ahead of things yeah. on this movie. Dude, they won an Oscar. They won the they won the fucking or they were nominated. They were nominated. For the Oscar Titanic for, took it, for, I yeah, think. For that best year. effects though yeah. in uh whatever the shit. But yeah, the bugs look decent. The spaceships look like trash though. Anytime we're you, like watching spaceships. Like if, like, I, remember, like I saw this movie in the theater yeah. in high school. Uh-huh. And then like so and I've watched it a million times. I've loved this movie. Yeah. But this is the first I'm certain time I saw it in the theater in high school too. This is the first time that when I was like they were nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I think, I was like, Get the fuck like you said, just having so many bugs on the screen all at the same time was pretty revolutionary. Like, we hadn't really seen anything like that. And, and it looks good, like you yeah. said. Yeah, and it's a direct line to, like, the big battle sequences in the Lord of the Rings movies and shit like that. I'm sure... Like when Johnny Rico's, like, hanging yeah. onto the big bug while it's swinging them around. That stuff couldn't have existed. for just a little bit. Without really? Starship Troopers, 100%. But the football game is fucking lame. This is when we meet his, like, weird, like, uh, banged-up fucking high school rival who Denise Richards is all, like, flirting with. Like Xander! Oh, you're like my boyfriend Johnny Rico, but classier and richer, it seems. Like, And you're, like... 20 years older <laughs> 20 years older than him who still looks 10 years older than any high school student anyone's ever Correct. seen in their fucking like this guy looks like Casper Van Dien's dad and Casper Van Dien <laughs> looks like he could be the dad of a high school kid it's crazy that we're fucking setting a quarter of this film in a high school with these goddamn actors well yeah yeah but yeah, Johnny Rico beats him at football. It's a big thing. We establish this rivalry. Then we're going to a school dance where we're going right. to build in some more of that Dizzy Denise Richards rivalry where she's like, Dizzy's all like, Johnny Rico, come dance with me. And he's like, I only dance with my girlfriend, Denise Richards. If I hang around her long enough, she's going to show me a boob. I know it. So soon. Little does he know, like, she breaks up with him and is just doing weird shit with Kevin Bacon, like, way soon after this. Way fucking soon after this. Chick chick turned into a freak right away. Super freak. Uh, But yeah, fucking, she's scheming, she's plotting, she's stalking. I wrote down Dynamire, hottest incel of all time, I think, is, is what she's playing in this movie. Oh. The hottest incel who's ever lived. I like her red hair. Yeah, she's got crazy, crazy wild red hair. It looks pretty good. We're moving on. These kids are all deciding they're going to go into the fucking military. We're all going into different branches of the service, depending on what cookie cutter character we have here. That's right. So we got a recruiting scene. Doogie Hauser's a genius, so he's going into military intelligence. We learned yeah. that. That's how he got into medical school at such a young age. We all know. Denise Richards is a rich bitch, so she's going to get to be like a pilot. It's going to be just smooth sailing for her. Johnny Rico only got 37% on his math Johnny test. Rico <laughs> is rock stupid. This guy's dumb as fuck. He's going to be a military grunt. And we get the scene where he's signing up with a dude who's got like no legs and no arm. And he's just like rock stupid. Infantry made me the man I am. Handsome. <laughs> this guy's still working. 
Who's Casper that? Casper Van Dien. Is, is anybody like... Yeah, he was in Starship Troopers 3. Feels mm-hmm. like it's time to like bring him back like ironically, though. Like, remember Casper Van Dien? It oh, feels he, like somebody would be doing I, that. He gets... Yeah, I read some of his quotes and stuff mm-hmm. on IMDb, and he gets asked about... Like, that's what he... He's like... Always gets called out. Hey, Johnny Rico. Johnny Rico. He went to pick up his eight-year, like his eight-year-old, ten-year-old daughters at school, uh-huh. and all the boys they were sitting talking with, were like, "You didn't tell us your dad was Johnny Rico." And then his daughters were ashamed. And then his daughters, dude, yes, you have to read the quote. He's like, "It was the longest car ride of my life." My daughter's like, "Dad, did you get naked in a movie?" My life is over. It was really funny. Okay, yeah, I've got some complaints about him getting naked in this movie, but that's that's for a couple scenes here. So I'm I didn't mind because here. there were a lot of boobs in that scene. Okay, this is, that's not my complaint. But uh, oh, I, I, speaking of boobs, I wrote that Denise Richards' tits were popping off pretty huge in that recruiting scene. But she had she had, mm. she had she had a pretty sweet push up bra going on there, looking like a million bucks. Uh, Dizzy, she's also the jock on the football team who's like yeah. tackling grown men. <laughs> so she's also going to be infantry. She's a quarterback. Learning all these things. Fucking Johnny fucking Utah. We're leaving for the army now. It's time to go. It's the last day together. Denise Richards is like, I'm going away to my fancy academy. You still haven't had sex with me. Your entire high school years were ruined chasing me around. No, they weren't. Because... Her, uh-huh. Casper Van Dien, uh-huh. and Doogie Hauser make a vow to be best friends forever. <laughs> going back, that's to my, just as good as fucking a lady. Going back to my uh, theory that the entire first half of this movie is garbage. I like when they're <laughs> you have a friends forever vow. Scene. I like I like when they're standing there saying goodbye, and he's like, uh-huh. "Well, yep, this is all I own now. I've been yeah. disavowed." And she's like, "Well, see ya." And yeah, then he like <laughs> big gulps, huh? Yeah. He put, <laughs> Well, big old. But he like pathetically guilt trips her into saying I love you for the first time ever. And it's just like so sad. She like begrudgingly says it. And it's like, Johnny Rico, you could have been fucking wild ass dizzy your entire fucking adolescence. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Dizzy, she shows up during basic training. We learn she pulled some fucking strings to stalk her way into the same fucking squad Johnny Rico's in. Because yeah. she's just, sing- she's like a Terminator, but instead of capturing John Connor, she just wants to suck Casper Van Dien's dick. She is a badass, though, until the Kurgan George Floyd's her ass. That's 100% Ooh, true. <laughs> straight up, man. <laughs> and then, like, when they, did you see it in the next scene uh, when they're in the cafeteria? Like, I love that they do the makeup, though. Like, she's got the nastiest giant bruise on her neck from that happening. Oh, right, oh right, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake Busey's also here. This is when he uh, shows up in the film. He's another one of the recruits going through basic. I wrote I down that he looks like somebody drew a caricature of his father. Yeah, he, I, wrote, I wrote down Junior Busey's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if you took Gary Busey and you, you put him in front of a, a test group and they were yeah. like, what or, don't or you a like? Funhouse mirror. What, what don't you like about <laughs> Gary? It's like you ask people, what don't you like about Gary Busey? And they're like, oh, he's kind of a lunatic. And you're yeah. like, well, what if we just make him like a chill stoner? Mm, no, thank you. You sure? I don't know. Uh, doesn't he play a chilled stoner in PCU? PCU, yeah. He is one of the uh, fucking stoners in that film. A fine little film, mind you. Mm. I'd also like John to... Favreau's best work? I think maybe John Favreau's best work. Um, High point of John Favreau's career? Uh, I'm going to say yay. I really like him as the clown in that episode of Seinfeld. Bozo? No. B-O-Z-O. Sorry. I... You've never heard 
of Bozo the Clown? No. How could you not know who Bozo the Clown is? I don't know, I just don't. How can you call yourself a clown and not know who Bozo is? Hey, man, what are you hassling me for? This is just a gig. It's not my life. I don't know who Bozo is. What, is he a clown? What, is he a clown? What, are you kidding me? Well, what is he? Yes, he's a clown. All right, so what's the big deal? There's millions of clowns. All right, just forget it. Forget me for you should forget it. You're living in the past, man. You hung up on some clown from the 60s, man. Oh, very good, very good. All right, go fold your little balloon animals, Eric. I'd also like to give a shout out to the backup catcher from Oh no, he becomes the full-time catcher. He takes uh Jake's spot in Major League Major 2. League. Okay. Uh, Major League Major 2. Major League 2. Was there a subtitle to that one or was it just Major League? Back to the he, Majors. Back to the, the Majors. That's he could, right. That's he could right. catch all day but he couldn't throw the ball back to the mound or some shit. Okay, yeah, he's like the meathead fucking idiot recruit who yeah, ends up Breckenridge. getting his head fucking blown oh, off. Oh, that's right. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's a good call. I knew that that guy I've played a meathead in something I'd seen before, and it turns out it probably is Major League Two because I definitely saw that film in the theaters. Hell yeah! Uh, but yeah, fucking, we're seeing all the training. And we're learning there's like future medicine because they're like stabbing people through the hand and breaking their arms, and then just sending them off to the medics. And there's like future fucking machines that can heal them real quick and shit. But we're also doing some shit where it's just like you know these. Soldiers are cattle. You can do whatever you want to them. Like, it's they got no rights. Fucking, we're gonna break them down. Fascist bullshit going on. Who gives a shit about that? Let's get to the next scene. Famous scene is the co ed naked shower scene. This movie. Made money 100% because they marketed it as, hey, there's this co-ed naked shower scene that you gotta see. And we got all the recruits, men and women are showering together. It's more of this, like, we're treating them not like human beings, but just like, you know, tools, tools in the war. They're not sexualized. They're just out there, everything flopping around. You want to gripe about Uh these kids being in high school? Sure. They're a year (laughs) removed and fucking Dizzy Flores mm-hmm. has fucking flapjack hangers Jeez. that went south yeah. 10 years ago. Got a couple of pancake titties going on. I'm not mad not at them. Bad. I'm thinking they're looking good. I think they're looking good. There's the one brunette that's standing next to one of the chicks uh-huh. that had really nice tits. Yeah. We meet like also like the like super pale chick with super short red hair. Dude, which is... one of the best lines is before this when they're in the uh, cafeteria and uh, they're one dude's talking shit on, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. something and she's like, Hey, improper attitude. Yeah, this chick. One of my favorites. This chick, the, the, the short redhead chick, really got on my nerves. Or short haired redhead chick because. Wait, she had some of the best lines. She just like instantly struck me as every girl I've ever met in my life who's like, I'm going to be an actress. Ooh. I'm. I'm going to school for acting. She was like capital A actress. And just those girls are always super fucking annoying. And not even the character. I just know that performer is a super annoying person in real life. But my gripes about the shower scene. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, it's great. Every female character does get her boobs out all at once in this scene. You're seeing them all. The dialogue's pretty lame. Where they're like, hey, why'd you join up for the military? Hey, let's uh, ask him now. It's uh, expository bullshit. My complaint, it, complaint is every single actress in this film has to get her fucking tits out. Not a single dude hangs dong. This is like the infamous fucking co-ed shower scene. Everybody's naked together, practically an orgy. There ain't not nary a testicle. 
Casper Van Dien's all embarrassed because his daughters are like, "You got na-. he didn't get naked in a movie. You see his butt cheeks for like two seconds. You don't get to see any Casper Van Dien dong in this thing? <laughs> Ding dong. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there. Yeah. Good shit. Uh, hey, Tom Rock, as uh, the show's resident red, uh, do redheaded women oftentimes get nice asses as a consolation prize for being a redhead? Oh, I don't I, like I, that I, question. Yeah, who, well, yeah, what's the science on it? Right there, I think I think there is no science. I think you're just right now being racist against Tom Rock. No, I'm happening. telling you, I'm telling you, redheaded women often have, I have seen better dumpers, narrow ass redhead women all over the place. There's no, I've never noticed a correlation in ass size to hair color. You. I'm going to start keeping an eye on that. Yeah. You're probably looking at like those Spanish women who kind of get red hair going on. That Maybe that's a thing. Oh, right them there. Argentinian redheads? Yeah, these fucking, <laughs> these Irish women are narrow-assed as fuck. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know, man. Uh, but yeah, that's my complaint. Get a fucking dong in this film. Fucking, or, or don't try to market yourself as like a controversial co-ed shower nude scene. It's fucking bullshit. You tell me Jake Busey wouldn't have took like another 250 bucks to flash some wang? No, they had to keep actually cutting scenes. Busey, your wang's in the shot again. Jesus Christ. We've been going over the blocking all morning. When they won the football game, he famously whipped his dick out like that kid in Teen Wolf after the basketball game. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fucked up because he didn't even go to the same high school. It's totally different. We're seeing some pilot training where Denise Richards is like, oh, I'm in a just like a really posh, luxe, like no problem, fancy school to learn how to fly planes, juxtaposed with like all this grunt down in the mud fucking bullshit, all the Amy Smart. Isn't this movie for like one scene, is it? Like two scenes. It's funny, if you watch it with captioning on, they, they just say pilot. They never even give right. like, her name. Yeah, I assumed like she was going to be Denise Richards' new friend or something, but not really. She it's, goes nowhere. When I had the subtitles on, uh, they didn't refer to it as pilot. They were just like, chick that gets naked in a lot of movies in a couple years. Yeah, she does good work. Uh, where I got a note here, like Xander's showing back up. Yeah. Um, I got some notes about who's like spritzing his bangs so they like stand up every That's morning. Fair. In the military, as yeah. he's preparing to be in the military. There's a lot of beautiful hair in this military. This is also the sequence where we learn that Sue Ellen Mischke, the candy fortune heiress, is oh, the, the heir commanding Sue Henry officer. Fortune? Yeah, she's the commanding officer of the pilot fucking people. She's got nothing to do in this movie whatsoever. No. Michael and Ironside, clearly in a bra, as too. the other commander, gets to chew all sorts of scenery. She just like looks uptight and like stone-faced the entire fucking film, does goddamn nothing. I always confuse her with the chick that was in the Drew Carey show and later on a surgical monster in Scrubs. Oh, no. It's totally they different. They don't women. look yeah, I don't, anything I'm not alike. No. All you honkies look one's alike. One's a blonde, one's a brunette. Uh, also, chick from Drew Carey show. Pretty hot. George, George, uh, Felt, George Felter material. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's right. Yeah, that she cashmere? is. They're both in Seinfeld. cashmere? The old son of a gun. Uh, there's a laser tag scene after this where the grunt infantry people are like playing war games with each other, but they have cool future laser tags. It's fucking cool. If this was the military, like you get to play like super high tech laser tag all goddamn, I'd be in the military right now. As somebody that's been tased before, Mm -hmm. 
you don't want any of what they were getting. Yeah, it does seem like you are getting sort of like shot with that laser, but then it's legitimately like tasing you and shit. No pain, no gain. Also, this is, I think, the first scene where I'm like, after sitting through a bunch of boring bullshit of a bunch of 40-year-old people pretending like they're high school kids, this is finally starting to get fun. I'm liking to watch this fucking, they're doing like zip line shit, they're tasing each other. Movie's starting to pick up here. Really starting to pick up for me. Speaking of fun, right after this, Casper Van Dien gets dumped via video text. <laughs> Which is hilarious because we're in the year 2197 or whatever. Fucking, we got all this high tech shit. The fucking, ooh, future. You don't just get mail, you get video mail. But like, it's coming in on little fucking discs, like little, little DVDs. Like, so you close, didn't, yet so yeah, far. You didn't, you didn't predict streaming video as the future in 1997, Starship Troopers? Do you think no, we're still going to be recording on DVD, burnt, like fucking DVDs and sending them to each other? But yeah, this is, oh, Casper Van Dien turns out our big uh, promise to be friends forever. If I just... And he says multiple times, too, he joined the military to be with her, which makes no sense because they're joining different wings of the fucking military. What are you even talking about, Casper Van Dien? She finally cuts this poor sap loose, sends him a Dear John fucking video like... She's going career. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got a lot of things that are starting to work out for me, and you got a 35% on your math test. Uh, <laughs> Dear John. I don't think this is going to work out anymore. Life goes on. Also, did I mention Xander, note, that guy gone. you hate, is here all the time, and we are hanging out constantly? That's fun. Not going to look forward to taking care of you when you're missing limbs. No, being yeah, 100% infantry. fucking, that's not going to work out for me. Uh, me and Xander. Oh, by the way, remember how you dated me for like four years and never got like past second base? <laughs> me and Xander are full on already boning and stuff. All I over. Don't know. We were we we worked third shift together just happened. in the uh, in the in the control room of the ship. You know, they're Yo, just banging God. all Every over. Every scene place. where we go back to the two of them, like guys, they're not banging, but I do have solid reports of heavy hand stuff. Nice. <laughs> We're just like, they're just like, oh, pilot stuff. He's like, oh, you charted a new course, but you're no, no, just no. like no, no, no. the young pilot. Dude, his like, line, I wrote it down, his uh, line, he says to her, uh, he says, you think you can lick my navs? <laughs> lick my navs. <laughs> he says that? Yeah. Yes, when she says she optimized their like course they were going to fly on, he's like, you think you can lick my navs? <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Terrible. These, <laughs> these are the worst scenes in the movie. Nobody cares. Denise Richards might as well not be in the movie anymore at this point because all we care about is the mobile infantry and all the badass fucking army shit they're going to be doing fighting bugs. And first time they get they get in some shit. Uh, that's right there. Breckenridge the, the gets his fucking head nabs. blown that's off. That's where the, uh, the asteroids coming through. Okay, they, yeah, they, yeah. Like, just totally clips off the entire fucking top of that ship, and no one even like remotely bats an eye. Yeah, like, there's a looming asteroid. <laughs> we're in that section of like that. The whole top of the motherfucker gets shaved. Asteroid off. becomes very important later on. But uh, yeah, there's some more training where Breckenridge, the meathead from uh, Major League Two, gets his head blown off because he's like, "Oh, my helmet's malfunctioning." And Casper Van Dien's like, "Take it off. Let me look at it." Boom! Fucking. Shotgun to the head. Yeah. <laughs> Good. You see his whole fucking head explode. <laughs> fucking love that scene right there. Also, I love that Casper Van Dien legitimately like cradles Breckenridge's body while a crane shot pulls up and he yells, No! <laughs> corny ass fucking bullshit going on here. It's only not corny 
when Rambo is lamenting the loss of a loved one. Well, you know, we're talking about that Asian girl that he knew for a couple days. That she was, gave him the necklace. Some, I know. It was some heartbreaking stuff the right The jade. There. Buddha. You, you take me to America, Rambo? You take me to Buffalo Wild Wings, Rambo? You take me to... Yeah. You take me to Brazil, white guy, Casper Van Dien? You want me for pillow? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he gets in trouble. They're like, Casper Van Dien, you were supposed to be our hotshot commander. You fucked up. Now we're going to whip you. <laughs> Which is weird. It's weird. It's a not, weird. Not really, because... They tie him up and give him ten lashes. Oh, yeah, well, like, that's that's fascism, dude. Hell, yeah. Oh, we're good fucking point. living in good a... Good point, Tom Rock. Future future Nazis going on here. Oh, you and that's... Fuck uh, up, you that's, get whipped. That's a uh, old boy who's also from... Um, Total Recall, the guy with the weird alien half face. He's the uh, he's oh in, like, right, right, yeah. He Dean's shows up as Harry, Harry uh, Dean yeah. Stanton. <laughs> no, definitely not Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Dean something, right? But I know who you're talking about. That guy shows up here as like one of the commander type dudes in a couple yeah. scenes. But he's also from. Uh, Is he in Breaking Bad? Yes, Is he's that the cop. okay? Yeah, I was gonna say he goes on to be Hank in Breaking yeah. Bad, but I was like. There's so many years between that. I was like, I think he become, or that could be totally different guys. There's I don't know what Hank on. is. You never watched Breaking Bad? He's no. never seen Breaking missed Bad. missed out on that shit. Meanwhile, he's seen like two dozen episodes of Mike the, and new, Molly? the new Tim Allen show and I, Mike and Molly. I and have seen every episode. You name it, he's seen it. I've seen every episode from start to finish of What I Like About You. Uh, is that the one with Amanda Bynes? Correct. And, uh, and Gina Garth. Jenny Garth, yeah, Jenny yeah, Garth, yeah. whatever her name Take is. Take it back to uh, 90210. Kelly from 90210. She was banging uh, the Zach dude, whatever, the blonde dude that we were talking about Ian earlier. Ian Ziering. Ian Ziering, that's yeah. what I said. Uh-huh. Zach, right. Ian Ziering, whatever, same thing. They had a very... Samsonite, that was way off. ...storied breakup in the first season of 90210. We, is this almost a 90210 oh, podcast? No. Are we close Roughly. to uh, just turning this into a 90210 podcast? A lot of them were in it. 90212. Um, but yeah, the sequel... Casper Van Dien's getting whipped while this asteroid narrowly wipes out Denise Richards' spaceship. She does some hotshot piloting, only kills like three dozen or so people. <laughs> we gloss past that, whatever. This is the, uh, well, after that, that's when Johnny Rico decides he's going to quit because of all this bullshit. That's right, yeah. And he only joined for a girl, and she don't want to be with him, so I'm yeah. getting the fuck out. And also, you'd have to be in the same branch of the military that she was in for that plan to even make any sense, Johnny He's Rico. So you are rock stupid. But the redhead that you were talking shit on earlier, she has another uh-huh. one of the best lines of the movie when he's okay. like doing the walkout and everyone starts running and she's all like, the goddamn bugs whacked us, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. I'll give you that. But yeah, he's video chatting with his parents and he's like, I'm coming home to be a rich kid again. <laughs> War was tough. And I'm coming like, home. We told you that you didn't have it in you to we'll, be like we'll talk a, it out. A, a grunt, a fucking proletariat. Come back to it. And then <laughs> everything everything goes black. Something's happened. That asteroid is it was heading straight for Buenos Aires. What? Where, where all these white characters that we've met, they all came. For some reason, they're all from Buenos Aires. Well, a lot of Nazis were in Argentina. Yeah, eventually, Look. eventually, they're just gonna breed out everybody. Look, white folks have a famous history of racism and leaving their country Boy, to take over another country with their racism. Gotta clearly, Christianity. Clearly, this whole you know Black Lives Matter things really mm. divides the white folks in a mm. few years. Yeah, and they all colonize Buenos Aires. <laughs> But yeah, Buenos Aires gets destroyed by the bugs. Turns out they sent the asteroid. They wiped out all these people's families. We're at war. 
Fucking dyke spike redheads yelling crazy shit. We're God running everywhere. Practice, Johnny. Casper Van Dien decides he's got to tear up the paper he wrote. That's the best. Requesting that... to get out of the fucking uh, Dude, military. Hank, old Hank, he's. Mm-hmm. Didn't you already signed your 2048, boy? It don't look like his signature to me. And then they tear it up and it's the like, Kerrigan? we're going to go kill some fucking bugs, man. And I'm like, hell yeah, now the movie's going to get awesome. I also really like that Casper Van Dien's family just got murdered and he's just like, yeah. Oh, he, was. he was pissed <laughs> off, dude. We need revenge. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to get even. That's why when he's getting interviewed by the like uh, journalist in the next scene, he says, I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say, kill them all. <laughs> That's the best. Could have been a badass line delivered by anyone else on the planet. You bugs fucked with the wrong hombre. <laughs> That's the way they walk away, too. He like throws his arms over Dizzy and... Uh, Junior, junior Busey. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. We're getting a lot of like... This uh, is where we got the second uh, uh, second propaganda film, too. Sure, yeah. That's, that's where the only good bug's a dead bug. You big, have to do your part. From Buenos you Aires, I say kill them the all. We're getting ready to go fight the bugs, but before that, what we have to do is get everybody together for a, a second school dance. Is what needs to happen. And this, Tom Rock, we've talked about it a little bit. I know you've got some notes about what was happening in this scene as well. Reunited with Denise Richards, her and Xander show up with all the grunts. We're getting a little class warfare here. Faded to you. Yeah, fucking. Right? (laughs) In my notes. What's, What's a better way to set a mood when there's some class warfare things going on? Fucking sparks are flying. Maybe there's gonna be a big fucking brawl at a dance. You get Mazzy Stars fade into you. Fist play. fight to Mazzy Star. Fist fight to Mazzy Star. Once again, I, I think we're in the year 2190-something. 2190-something, they're playing Mazzy Star. Bro, that's the staying power of that fucking, fucking song. Dances. They got the oldie station on. So, yeah, that fucking just chilled out, like, uh, atmospheric song is in the background while Xander and Johnny Rico are having a pretty brutal fist fight. And once again, seems to be a school dance. I don't know why we're having a school dance before we deploy to fight an invading force of fucking bugs. Paul Beethoven really liked that fucking dance scene from the hit film Angus that also used Mazzy Star. Come on, Johnny. Mobile infantry. What what are they called? The flight teams? She's like, mobile infantry and whatever. They don't mix. They don't mix. Yeah, we're getting a lot of like a little more dizzies and a lot more little like a. Let's all go get tattoos. Let's get cut. Hey, me and you, not you and her, right? One of these days you're going to fuck me. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm just going to say. Casper and I need it. I'm going to say to either one of you, Uh you know I have no respect for my body. If you guys want to get those death from above tattoos that they have, I'll get one. <laughs> once once they invent laser machines that can tattoo me, I'll think it, about it. I like when uh, Junior Busey, too, and he, you won't hear feel something that really hurts. It's like the laser machine's still going, and he just like dumps the whiskey. Yeah. Right, yes. Like, <laughs> That's fucking living. These guys are hard-ass fucking grunts. So now we got to send them to fight the bugs on the bug planet. No! Catch your schmear or whatever. Oh, that, 
another good line during. I think it's during the propaganda when they're when the, the news crews are going around mm-hmm. and Junior Busey's like. Shoot a nuke down a butthole, you got a lot of dead bugs. That's right. True fucking shit right there. <laughs> That's well, just science. Some of the lines in this movie are just so great. The next scene, yeah, we're fucking deployed. It's fucking, we're on the ground. We've got machine Those guns. Those drop ships we're, were pretty dope, though. Hordes of fucking big arachnoid gigantic bugs. The drop ships were pretty dope. Tell but me they about like- them. I know there's a lot of like. World War Two fucking like uh, parallels here for the the fighting that Verhoeven filmed. You got any Tom Rock military nerd shit to drop on us of like what battles this was parodying or anything? Oh no, not like no, that. nothing like that. But they're, they're, like it's that. sort of like the, but it's still like the like the like any like paratroopers like the gliders come sure, in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like like uh, did you, ever, you saw fucking what's that movie with the U five seven one? No, with, down Periscope <laughs> with fucking Kurt Russell's kid. With the oh Pearl yeah, Harbor. no, no, but like the start with like all yeah, like the one the where they parachute invasion. in and then fight yeah, yeah, yeah. zombies. What the fuck is that called? Overwatch That's or it. Overlord? Overlords, Overlords. Overlords. Over something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Over it's, something. it's like Over any of those just giant massive invasion forces. Yeah, you know what I mean? right, sure. But the dropships are badass. They reminded me totally of like fucking aliens, dude. When they're fucking space marines drop in on the very drop. much you know so to be continued. We've got fucking some alien talk coming up very but soon for you all. Ten years later, not nearly as good looking. <laughs> That's true. It does look far better in aliens. Once again, uh, any sort of thing where we're doing like vehicle battles and shit looks like garbage in this film. The bugs look strangely decent. They just like I didn't think the, they I put didn't, all their attention onto the fucking bugs. I thought the spaceships. I thought all that shit looked good. You guys are crazy. You, no, you're out. But of that's your, all right. Your, I liked when they were using miniatures. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I read too that this is one of the last movies to use like large scale miniatures. Right. Yeah. It was one of the last flicks to really do that. They're one of the last ones to. I Ryan, mean, shame. Like. So that first Lord of the Rings trilogy was still mixing miniatures and CG. But not that might like be this, like but the it's last like last. But it's like a different scale. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're called midgets, not miniatures, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not very PC. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fucking, we get a couple little like classic war movie things here. Where like the one dude who was like a Harvard boy gets all like fucking gung ho and is like shoots a bug and he's like hell yeah and like starts chasing the bug shooting, but then just gets like fucking ripped in half the, all the of a sudden. The best is their, their, their squad commander. So he got dude too that's crazy. Like, yeah. Just remember your training and you'll survive. Uh-huh. And he's the first one right. to get he fucking, fucking gets smoked. smoked. This is where a short-haired chick fucking cowards out and starts oh. running away. Like, we gotta get out of here. Also, we meant, we didn't mention this, but this is also how the movie starts. Yeah, that's right. It starts right. with we this see battle. Johnny Rico. From, right. the, from the video camera's Getting perspective. stabbed with a bug talon. From the video perspective, because yeah. the guy's like, we're on a bug planet. An <laughs> evil planet. Shit's cool, though, man. Like, the carnage that goes on here, the violence that yeah. goes on here. Also, very fucking another cool. FYI... Uh, at the at the time of this flick, this movie used the most ammunition in a movie at all of of all time. I can fucking point. believe that oh, for clearly. sure. Like, they got to be up there as far as like drums of fake blood that they ordered too, because this is before anybody was doing that bullshit CG fake blood bullshit. So we're still just like pouring gallons of fake blood all over everything. I like which the is uh, cool. this is where you see them bust out like get, like they have those like. Like you, each dude carries like his own like miniature miniature nuclear warhead that yeah, they can launch, uh-huh, uh-huh. which like, I guess is a big problem though with like originalists, if you will, like in the guess in the book. 
Sure. They like it's like very Ooh, prominent. I was movie. reading the sci-fi novel. Yeah, but in the movie it makes sense when people bitch about it because they're like, well, you showed it that one time that okay, they they carry those, mm-hmm. but you never see it again. And there's like scenes later on we'll talk about, but you're like, why didn't you? Hey, just why why weren't you just fucking motherfucker? capping them with fucking nukes this whole or time? Or like the grenades. Like the only time you see a grenade is like when does it, Rico throws it in the one and Dizzy yeah, throws it in right, one. Yeah. But it's like, so why aren't you guys like all chucking hand grenades? You know what I'm saying? Right. Regardless, I digress and I'm moving. Because we gotta get some more scenes of people getting ripped in half by yeah. bugs. Oh, in terms of Go ahead. Sorry, that's another thing. In that last propaganda film, they actually that's when you get to see Doogie Hauser again and he's all explaining you gotta he's shoot for the like nerve. He's dressed like a Nazi now. But he's like, you gotta oh, sh- Doogie Himmler. But he's like, you gotta <laughs> shoot for the nerve stem if you really want to put him down. And it takes him like, th- he's like, kills the bug. Yeah. But when you see that's a the nice grunts out, like it takes like eight of them, and it's not gonna kill anything. Uh-huh. And you're like, why are you guys not shooting for the nerve stems? Well, Tom Rock is somebody that's been through weapons training before. Oh, okay. You understand? Wow. They teach go. you to do things the right way, but when you're in your combat situation Everybody's yourself, got a plan until they get guns in your hand and you're chest. facing death in the eye. Doesn't always Wait, go. Are you just doing, textbooks are you say, doing my one of friend. Kurt Russell's monologues from Big Trouble in Little No, China this right is now? like old Matt O says. Oh, okay. The check is in the mail. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Johnny Rico, or short-haired girl, gets it the worst as, like, some just desserts for being a coward and running away. They, like, make her death extra brutal. Johnny Rico takes a fucking towel into the leg, but then he drops, like, his machine gun afterwards and like, gets, like, a more shotgun-looking thing, and he's going after the thing, and that seems to work a lot better. The shotgun's I think on they the, should all have the shotgun, that gun. No, the shotgun's, like, on the bottom of those fucking yeah. guns. He just does. He okay. Just, yeah. But that's the one again, that more. A, that thing works better. It, that's what I was to say. Like, that's another, like, what, why didn't you just fucking throw a hand yeah. grenade or shoot a nuke at them? Like, they're shooting all these, like, low caliber machine gun things at them that's essentially doing nothing. And then he just does, like, five shotgun blasts and that thing disintegrates. Well, and I'm like, just be fucking nailing them with shotgun fire. The thing with the uh, red haired chick, though, how the one bug, like, snags her and drags her off. They make a comment earlier in the movie, like, they don't, like, the bugs don't, like, don't take prisoners yeah, or some right, shit. Right. But they show that bug haul her off, and that's supposed to be so like, a lot of the. Oh, it you know, her? Like, it? like it's not killing her, but it's taking her somewhere. They but were gonna fuck her. Armies oh, yeah, totally right. make the enemy appear to be an inhuman other, so that soldiers will massacre them. This is some of the satire coming in here. This is the Jews are rats. The bugs are mindless killing machines. Don't they make a comment earlier, earlier in the movie too, when they first talk about where they come from and how? Doesn't somebody even There's say, one like, throwaway. It's like, some... some people say that maybe they are just reacting to us encroaching on yeah, their like... natural habitats. <laughs> right. But that's fucking dumb bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, these fucking killer bugs need to be eradicated. You know who said that? An F-A-W-G. But yeah, fucking, this goes disastrously. They get completely fucking wiped out. Everything, nothing goes right in this attack. The bugs fucking just tear through them. Like fucking one ply toilet paper. Hundred thousand dead. Your in fingers an hour, going bro. right into your butthole. I, You're getting poop I, I, finger. I, I, I you got poop it, finger. I even wrote down. I even wrote down. Any good war flick, someone pulls out a shotgun. Yeah, one hundred percent. Why do you guys think, even though he had a pulse rifle, Hicks still carried around that old that's shoddy? What that's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats a classic. Or fucking uh, old bunny from uh, Platoon. There you go. We're dropping all sorts of shotguns and war movie references right here. This is the sort of deep fucking discussion you get here on Baby Oil and Blow. 
Film scholars. I consider mm. us to be film scholars. Well, after this, Johnny Rico gets Luke Skywalker. Yeah, we get that cool scene where he's like in the big tank of goop and the machine's like reconstructing his leg that was mangled. And we get that weird subplot where like accidentally he's declared fucking DOA and that really never goes yeah. anywhere or leads to anything. It's just like, oh, that must have been a clerical error. Anyways, like, let's continue on with the movie. Yeah, well, I guess... I mean, there is a scene where Denise Richards learns that he's dead. Oh, I think you should let you know, your boy's back there, he ain't dead. Yeah, right, but... (laughs) I like how they all come up to the glass and they're like, Hey, look, Johnny, you're dead! Right, yeah, this is a party atmosphere. It's fun to be uh, in the infantry. What's The only thing that could possibly be more fun than that is joining the Roughnecks, which is... Anybody who survived this attack, the several few who is luckily all of our main characters, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. they all have been transferred to join the Roughnecks, fucking the crew of the baddest of the bad, led by the fucking coolest, most hard ass commander of all time. I can't wait to see the best English teacher you ever had. (laughs) Whoa. Also, coincidentally. Your fucking high school teacher, because there are only eight people that exist in this fucking universe, and you're just gonna keep running into the same ones over and over and over a goddamn again. Look, when your big gets are fucking Casper Van yeah. Dien, Denise Richards, uh-huh. and Jake Busey, mm. in that order. Hey, come on, throw Doogie some love. You got a bigger star than Jake Busey. Do- this was before Harold and Kumar got stoned on marijuana and couldn't find White Castle, Dude, sir. Doogie got like six seasons or something. That show uh, was going back to the hit. novel, though, too, I read that the uh, Raznick, whatever, he's... The Doogie Hauser novel? Or the, yes. Okay. Raznick's, he's uh, actually Doogie Hauser. That was Hauser's, a journal that Doogie, was Doogie Hauser Hauser's, was writing at the end fair, of every fair, episode. Fair, it fair. was not a novel. Fair. Uh-huh. He was Doogie's teacher. His memoirs. He's, a co- <laughs> he's writing his memoirs. memoirs. Don't get me started. <laughs> The Hilo. I love when you do that. <laughs> the Hilo. <laughs> but the character Raz is like actually mm-hmm. the teacher and the, the military dude. It's like yeah. two characters put into okay, one. Okay, I was going to say that that's not the same in the book, is it? Because that'd be like a no, thing the book they is kept two, from the book. The yeah. book is two separate so characters. I'm, I'm happy to learn that they kept nothing from oh, the book. So, like, legitimately, they were just like, we got fucking Michael yeah, Ironside we got Michael to play Ironside. a teacher He's with play one arm. Both characters. What like, if we give well, him a fucking showed, Robocop arm? Character. Well, he showed up at the prompt, like, supposedly, like, he lost his arm in the war to uh-huh. a bug, and yeah. then he, like, re-enlisted, and they show that's why it's the prom shows back up with the robot arm. He's walking with, like, the Gestapo at the prom, and they're like, oh, I got yeah, I wrote down, all bitching aside about the dumb coincidences, thank Christ we've got more Michael Ironside in this movie. With his fucking bionic arm and shit? Yeah. Also, Carver from The Wire shows up here as one of the main roughnecks, yeah. and he's just looking like a little baby, but he's got like some sort of cool, like, I don't know, bug fingernail around his neck as a necklace or something, being like, I've been in the shit, I killed a bug before. Uh, I also wrote down... Ju- like when he kills the one bug coming up and like just keeps fucking blasting it and spraying. I like mm. speaking of Bunny again from Platoon, but I yeah. was like, that's just like the scene in Platoon where he just like full like, on. Yeah, Do you see her brains come uh-huh. out. So Charlie Sheen, he's got the shit all over him. It's the same shit, man. You always got you always got that like loopy motherfucker yeah, on your squad you know what i mean just it's fucking, just like i'm here to kill he's dude. been waiting for his opportunity to fucking do this shit and war was it fucking he also has blanche. the sniper scope on his rifle too doesn't he yeah i believe so i believe why wouldn't so. you have more of those of motherfuckers cool shit going on 
You should have. Fucking, so yeah, we just get a lot of scenes here where we're fighting with the roughnecks, we're partying with the roughnecks, it's all pretty cool. This is the scene where Casper Van Dien earns everybody's respect by taking down the giant, like, beetle tank bug. That's right. He jumps on it and fucking machine guns like a hole through its armor and then chucks a grenade into the hole he made. Also, shout out to the sister that gets her arm melted off by that one bug. That's a badass It's fucking flamethrower bug. That shit's cool. That's the the same bug does that. The big fat, the tanker bug they call them. Uh But the, uh, that reminded me like like Mars Attacks when like you get lasered by Mars Attacks. Yeah, (laughs) fucking full disintegration. And this is when he blows up that fucking tanker bug. This is where we're getting all the bright orange Tremors blood too. Like this had to have just been like barrels of Tremors blood they had fucking left over in their shop. If it's the same fucking people doing the effects and whatnot. Tom, I'd just like to say you forgot one important part of the scene. When you kill bugs good. When old, well, yeah. When old boy, when old boy's wasting that bug and just putting in all those bullets, and then he turns to Rico and says, "Ain't much to look." Once you scrape them off your boot. Oh, I totally hit that. I, I meant to write that down. I, did I write it down? No, I didn't. I totally meant to. I, After our big yes, fucking that's that, that's success. Made, that made me think of when Bunny's like, did you see her brains come out? It's the same shit, man. After the big success, we have to have a big party scene where we're celebrating our win against the bugs. This is where Ironside comes in. He's like, you fight with me. I'll give you the best of anything. Here's the beer. And here's the entertainment. Yeah, he throws that fucking uh, Lieutenant Dan Vietnam party. Right, and that's exactly what I was thinking. And I was just like, the entertainment is three footballs and a fucking electric violin. Yeah, I was going to say. So Jake Busey could play the electric violin? And do you know what, what a fucking lame do you know party. Do you, you, do you know what song he plays? Uh, no, I didn't. Dixie. I didn't catch that. Oh, okay. Playing Which goes Dixie. back to, like, then it goes on a whole nother on the political and what where we're looking at section, like, like the Confederate, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is like, far from them smoking weed dude, and fucking grilling in Forrest Gump. This is fucking miles away from them fucking surfing while partying in fucking apocalypse now this is the lamest war party i've ever fucking the, seen the best is right now the, he changes up the songs but uh casper van dean and diz start dancing and like gary Busey's son's teeth come like right up between <laughs> just them boom. with the most evil like, fucking cock block the right there he's just like <laughs> <laughs> it's the creepiest fucking shit. someone say Busey. <laughs> Yeah, I love that this scene, like, she's all like, Rico, come dance with me. And he's like, listen, we've established I'm not going to fuck you. I'm waiting for, I'm saving my virginity for Denise Richards. And Michael Ironside has to step in finally. Just like, I've been watching you for fucking years. You remember that time you asked me for advice and I told you to go fuck yourself? Well, I'm I got advice you for advice you now. now. <laughs> Fuck that hot redhead that's all over your shit. For the love of God, Jesus Christ, Johnny Rico. My my notes on it. Uh, Rico makes corporal, makes does or diz squad leader, mm. then turns her down. Ironside says, "Beat it up." <laughs> yeah, for so sure. he does. <laughs> Next scene, they're fucking going at it in a tent, which is strange here because like. It's sort of a cute little, like, tender love scene where, like, he's trying to get her shirt off and it's stuck and they're giggling and, like, they're very just, like, 
soft and gentle with each other. And I'm like, her toddies look bullshit. great in this scene. Bullshit. The second this chick gets Casper Van Dien alone in a tent and she knows it's going down, that dude's fucking clothes are getting tore off. She's slapping him around, like body slamming she him on the ground. She did go after his nipple right away. <laughs> I, I did mean, notice that. It would have been realistically so much more violent than what we're getting right here. Well, I'm sure it did after he came in. It was like, you got 20 minutes. Yeah, fucking. And they're like, we can do Ironside it. Ironside shows up and he's like, turns out there's a big bug attack going on. We got to go fight the war more. <laughs> but you got time to fuck. I see that you're finally losing your virginity at <laughs> yeah. age fucking 35, though. So I'm going right. to give you guys 10 minutes to finish this shit out before we got to fucking split. Well, that's why they look at each other and like, that's why Ironside's a good guy. We can do this because they're wondering if he can get it back up well, he because him- he totally jizzed his he pants gives- when he lifted his shirt. <laughs> He gives him 10 minutes until he realizes, oh, that's a woman in bed with you. I'll give you 20. I like it when they got an elegant hang to him. I thought you were fucking that Busey kid in there. (laughs) He literally, yeah. That's that's not subtext. He legitimately questions him, like, who the fuck are you in there with? It's a girl, right? Are you fucking that Busey kid? It's a fucking girl, right? Are you with those teeth? (laughs) Harder! (laughs) Harder! So, yeah, they're called out to, like, Planet P or something because there's a distress signal. Like, shit's going down. We get there. If you're down with P. They're looking they're around. Down with me. The best is on this scene when they're, they're they're walking around, they're checking things out, and they're like, hey, you got to take the radio signal up to a higher level. And the guy's like, all right. And that guy goes up onto the, a little bit higher level, but you keep seeing, like, the buzzing flying past the screen where you're like, oh, there's flying oh, motherfuckers Oh, yeah, this now. is where the flying bugs are introduced, but the scene, right? So, like, he sends the dude up on the ridge, and the guy's, like, standing, like, and it's like a like the the his it's reaction on, like fifties like totally. fucking creature feature but then corny like, acting and but moment. then it goes like so violent of just like the stab stab carry yeah. you off and I'm just gonna sit there and Get like snatched by a fucking big old flying bug yeah. Ironside fucking scopes him just fucking awesome. snipers this dude you know so immediately. he doesn't suffer like uh, Last of the Mohicans yeah full on I just watched that one a couple weeks ago that one fucking holds up mm hmm. Uh, you watch that yet? Not yet. What the fuck's your problem, dude? Great, I've been moving. Great fucking oh, uh, scene here where they find like the communications guys who sent in the like distress signal or whatever, and they got a big fucking hole in this guy's head. And Ironside, just more practical effects. He's just yes, digging around inside yes. the hole also, inside this guy's fucking just, skull. Just fucking yeah, doing love, it. With his metal yeah. fingers that are like pulling out just like strands of brain. What's that look like to you? Looks like a bug was in his brain, sir. Fucking finger blasting yeah. that guy's head a wound. They sucked his brains out. And Fucking then you cool got uh, Total Recall again. He was uh, jo- don't understand. He was George. He starts panicking. George and Quoto. He starts. He starts fucking panicking. Quato. 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 There it is. Abra me su mente, por favor. Abra su mente. He's all like, you don't understand, we're all gonna die. Michael Ironside is like, well, I'm not gonna listen to this female style Smacks yelling. Fucking clocks him, mouth, him just fucking knocks him out. <laughs> he's a Ironside is so fucking cool. And he's like, the best is he's like, you gotta call an air support. You gotta get yeah, yeah. Everyone man defenses. Oh my lord, we're gonna die. And 
Then we start getting attacked by bugs. And once again, well, this guy, the because general, he panicked, yeah. he gets an extra grisly death. But like, he tells us beforehand, the bugs got the mind control. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. sucked Very his important. fucking brain out. Yeah. But yeah, they're like shooting at the flying bugs. The one bug takes a bunch of fucking like fire and then takes a dude's fucking crash lands onto the general yes. and just completely splats him against splats the ground. Him. He's just a stain and it's like, that's what you get for screaming like a bitch. At that point, I was I even wrote down, I was like, the violence throughout this movie is great. Yeah. Like all the special so effects. So much good horror movie gore. Yeah, and like I read Stabbing through the chest. They had to like edit exploding. like a shit ton of the violence out and knock it oh, off NC seventeen. Like hear that. Uh -huh. I never like uh -huh. to hear that fucking bullshit. That's where your wang went, buddy. In yeah. the shower scene. How many wangs were in the original cut? I've got the DVD, but I didn't watch it off my DVD. I need to check out my DVD and see if it's got like a... Uh, see if there's oh, a like wang a cut. Now mention how you have it on VHS too, and it'll really be an no, I don't have cover. that one. I don't have any VHS anymore. My brother's got it. I watched it's it with my family. But anyways, I digress. Then uh, old uh, Raznicek gets it. Fucking... Oh. Uh, uh, that's the scene. Uh, this is the scene, though, when they, like... They think they're only coming over the one side of the wall, and then he, uh, like, looks over to the other side. They got side, ambushed by bugs. And this is a bug like, plan. When he looks over to the other side, and it's, like, the entire fucking... The bugs suck From here is to the eye can see, you see bugs. That's the scene when it was, like, 32 fucking hours of yeah. frame and shit. Everybody gets it here. It looks good, though. Everybody gets it here. It does and, look surprisingly good And the good best part of everybody getting it here is that the movie suggests to you, like, an ending is coming. <laughs> That's true. Very much so. We're fucking got some narrative momentum here, but I fucking... Yeah, Ironside fucking gets it. He gets like tremors. You know what to do, Johnny. The bug you know what to do. Eats his lower half. He's only the top half of a man now, so he has Rico put a bullet in his chest. Soon after this, fucking Dizzy gets reckless. She's like high on fucking spooge still, just running yeah. around, not paying attention. Bug fucking stabs through her chest. But she's a quarterback. She's a quarterback. And she was going to go pro. That scene in the, when they're at prom and dancing, and he's like, That's so right. where are you going? Yeah. Well, I might go to Tokyo, but I might go Turns to this other place. Happened. Depends on who offers might more. I follow you around wherever you're going because I'm a creep. Anywhere she's she's still. <laughs> she's still. She still has that arm though, and she chucks it in right as the dude opens his mouth, and yeah. she blows the fuck blows out the fuck fucker. out of it. But then she's celebrating, and when she's celebrating, it's like, oh, another bug fucking stab you through the chest. No, no, no. I like no the. Time I for like dog. No, no I time like, for hot dog. I like how. I like Except how that she, twenty minutes she, she got turns and starts running, and as she's running, the dude, the, the bug, like stabs her like three times, and like. Even though it's stab wounds, it it just it's it's the same thing as like any like guy just like the squibs. Oh going, yeah, uh, fucking uh, 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 classic uh, uh, war movie. Getting shit mowed here. down, you it's know what I'm very saying? Very dramatic. The, it's very dramatic. It's so fucking satisfying when people get bug stabbed in mm -hmm. this movie. Yeah. Like the they do a great job great. with it's it. It's like a fucking yeah. Six yeah. inches by six inches, like they do it fucking goddamn, right. Like that shit goes through your body. I, I, I forgot to mention during the sad sex scene after she finally <laughs> gets to fuck Casper Van Dien, she full on me. says "I love you" just pathetically, and, and he's he no like, sells it. And then here, as he's dying, pats in, her on the head. Yeah. And she's dying in his arms, bleeding out everywhere, blood coming out of his mouth. She tells him, it's all right that she's dying because I got to have you. <laughs> Which is 
a creepy fucking thing for this fucking weirdo stalker girl to say. She had one goal throughout her entire life just to fuck this one sort of generically handsome looking dude. And it's just like, don't even matter. Got that dick once. That's literally the only thing I ever thought the, about, ever. Nate, the original line here was uh, she turns to Casper Van Dien and she says... an earlier uh, she's version like, of the script? She goes... Nobody it, mailed me that. She's like, none of it matters because I got to be inside of you. <laughs> oh, my God. I want you inside me. What? Hmm? Oh, hey, what's up? I was just... Come from before. But then right after that, it's really funny because all that goes down. And oh, who shows up? Oh, Denise Richards. Yeah, she fucking now He's like mad, though. Rico's mad now. Wow. I'm not your cook anymore. No, I'm mad. That's right. I got a piece, and it turns out it's pretty great. And you can get it anywhere. You don't just have to follow around one girl your you're, entire life. I assume control, so take my orders. You nuke this planet. And your new boyfriend's bangs look stupid. That was, I was, that was no, my thoughts. The, he doesn't actually say that. He actually shows... He, I'll give you that, though. Xander like, comes correct, though. He jumps right the fuck out, yeah. mowing motherfuckers down. Yeah. Throwing down plenty of cover fire. Oh, no, no, no. He, he was a star arena football player himself. Yeah. That's Which, how... That's you don't how, just get on a team for just being a fucking pussy. That's how uh, Raznicek lost his arm, was when they were rushing back. When he was in the military beforehand, mm-hmm. and he was rushing back, and they were trying to scramble to get on the drop ships, and they had to close the doors, and it caught his fucking shit. Oh, he ordered the doors to close on cool, his arm yeah. and cut his own arm off, Need basically. some more of that a little bit later, because fucking... They fucking, Denise Richards and old fucking Xander take them up to their big, like, spaceship or whatever, Mm. and then fucking shit goes down. Ship is attacked. Ship is fucking going down. People are running, screaming everywhere. There's flames. There's explosions. Uh, Sue Ellen Mischke, much like fucking Rashke's arm, she gets completely cut in half by a fucking closing door when the shit's going down here. Uh, Denise Richards doing a lot of work oh, here. Now it's really throwing herself around to sell that like she's on a ship that's yeah. getting jostled right and left. And did, did like we, she got some bruising filming this stuff. Is it? Did we are we already missed this part, or are we at the spot where? Maybe I don't know. Uh, uh, Doogie Hauser comes back, totally dresses a fucking. Nazi. Oh yeah, he's full on Nazi and now regalia. He, now. And now it's Rico's roughnecks. That's sure. right. Johnny Rico is in charge of the fucking roughnecks. Yeah, I don't know. This is all just sort of I'm messing up me here, but uh, fucking the ship goes down. Denise Richards and old Xander get out on an escape pod, which is cool because when they're flying, they're flying through all these crashing, blown up ships, and that one guy's just dead corpse just smacks their windshield. Oh, that part's away. so great. Totally. That shit was fucking totally. awesome. I audibly. <laughs> 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 Oh, but yeah, they take an escape pod down to the planet where Rico and his roughnecks are doing fucking uh, Doogie Hauser's plan. Bro. Oh, well, planet let's go P. back really We're quick. We're going back to Planet P. Yes, because their squad originally got sent there. They to, thought to the, feel it out. Yeah, yeah, to feel... They knew something right, was yeah. there, so they were kind of... And like, then there's like some tension, like, what? Yeah, All my friends are just, dead? Just, just, just that's, that's, I have to make decisions yeah. every day to send people Dude, to Doogie Howser deaths. goes full Nazi. He's oh, just totally. like... I'm in charge now, motherfucker. People die. This and then, like, war. right after that, like, neither one of them's mad anymore. They just kind of do that weird, well, like, Well, if you pro, remember, they, they made a like, pact that they were going to be grin. friends forever, so you mili- can't go against fair. the friends forever pact. That, and they're also military as fuck, where it's like, as soon as he lays it out, you're like, oh, yep, yeah, well, 
That's what we're here for. Mobile. Yeah, fucking that's interest. true. Fucking Johnny it's so, Rico is it's so, fully indoctrinated oh, yeah. at this point. It's He's one hundred percent on board. Fucking guys from Lowell showing up at the fucking peaceful <laughs> protest with rifles, though. Like they're <laughs> the both registry? just like they're both just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's true. There's a lot of fucking hillbilly bullshit going on in this movie. These people, gun nuts. They turn into a bunch of gun nuts. But yeah, we're 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 ready for our big fucking final confrontation now. Like basically, the gist of it is Doogie Hauser's like, we think they got a brain bug who's planning everything. That's why we sent you there, just to. But that also, that's why the whole scene with the red haired chick getting dragged away and Uh not killed. Yeah, how they're like, oh, they're just savage animals. First hint of them doing shit because they dragged her off to fucking suck her brains out. They're sucking her brains out. We know now that they're sucking people's brains out. Fucking mindset. I don't know. Does that give them like intelligence once the brain bug sucks well, yeah, the brain out? Does she like now they, know they, all the things that person knows? Is that why the brain, brain bug's out, doing it? They know all your shit. It's, gonna, it's like tapping your communications. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if anybody sucked my brain out, that's going to shorten their life expectancy. That's what I'm saying, dude. They're going to short circuit. Yeah, They're going to yeah. be like, <gasps> they'd be falling off a ladder within 24 hours. Yeah. Seriously injure yeah. themselves. They would hurt themselves. But yeah, fucking Denise Richards is like, Mayday, Mayday, I'm going down. And Johnny with Xander, Rico's... With Xander. Johnny Rico's like, I think that's my high school girlfriend. <laughs> I had a new girlfriend, and then she got dead. Maybe I can get back together with my high school no, girlfriend. No, no, because oh, no. so then they, didn't they get to the point that he goes... Ah, she's dead anyways. Let's roll. You could and tell. And he's like, I'm done with it. I'm done with you it. You could tell that he's going to bitch out when fucking push comes to shove. Uh, but that's not, that's not, he didn't bitch out though. There's another, there's another reason for him going after it's her. explain later. But I quote just, unquote. I just love that he's like, bro, she's dead as hell. We can't save her. And in the very already- next scene, he's like, we got to save her, bro. <laughs> I'll give you that. It looks okay. bad. Optically, it looks bad, but we they have fucking, a reason. They it crash land. Xander and Denise Richards <laughs> crash land directly into the bug's fucking, like, uh, nest. And, like, they hear, like, a bunch of screaming and gunfire. And they're like, oh, they're fucking dead. But once again, like they did short-haired chick, they don't kill Xander and Denise Richards. They just take them No, hostage. they put a fucking, like, eight-foot... Fucking yeah. pike through her right fucking through her shoulder. clavicle and chest. I love how every once in a while it just down. like pivots and its arm a little bit just to like make her whole later, body go like, yeah. She's throwing arms over people like, there's no giant hole in my chest. Listen, Denise Richards is a badass. Fucking, we established that so. during the crashing of the spaceship scene. Did you say badass or bad actress? Bumping everywhere. No. Denise Richards, good actress. This is my hot oh, take my of this mistake. fucking movie. My mistake. I think she sells all this. She's doing physical stuff good. I think in the movie Tammy and the T-Rex, she really sold me on the fact that she was in love with that T-Rex. I hadn't seen a lot of Denise Richards until recent. I'm thinking much better actress than I ever imagined or gave her credit for. I think she could have done more things. Better than Noxima Girl? Noxima Girl, not a great actress, but more attractive. And also, she got way into drugs, and I think, oh. like, fucking... Train wrecked her career. I respect she that. that yeah, she got into the fucking. Putting that shit right. I was uh. Some of that meth shit started looking a little, a little creepy. I was born a Yancey Butler man, and I'll die a Yancey Butler man. The TV's Witchblade. Yeah, it's she's like the same chick. I think. Oh no, she's no, that's totally different. Fun. Nancy Butler's like several, eight, several like forty-five compared to. She looks like fucking. These no, I girls think it's we're the talking about girl. moms. Like, no, I think they're the set. same girl. We're on the same page. Yeah, we're, Urban I'm gonna edit everything he said. About all y'all, Nancy Butler, out of this fucking. All y'all white folks look alike. 
But uh, yeah, they decide like, okay, I guess we can spare a couple of the roughnecks to go save Denise Richards and Xander. I can feel it in my bones that she's still alive or something like Casper Van Dien. His main bone. Like I'm telling you, yeah, he's fucking that like hard ass. Like, oh, she's dead. Leave her. It was like took like two minutes for him to be like. Actually, I think she's still alive, probably. He's full on. We need to go see if I can get back together with her. Dude, he's full on Swiss Army man following his boner to where she is. 100%. Fucking. There's a lot of, a lot of the movie. I guess it's the circle of abuse. Dizzy did everything for her, wide on. Casper Van Dien's doing everything for his boner. People are making sex decisions. Xander was doing things for his boner. He got transferred to Carmen, got Carmen transferred to his shit. You know, his he was shit. like, I heard there was someone crazy that could pilot. I think he's a lot more Ugh. predatory, though, which oh, yeah, I respect. Whereas, like, Casper Van Dien and fucking Dizzy are just, Dizzy's like, predatory. pathetic. No, Dizzy's predatory. She is hunting and stalking. She's hunting and stalking, but, yeah, fucking failing. I feel like this guy, look, Denise look, Rich- yeah. Xander, Denise Richards isn't the first one he's pulled. I know where she won't be the last. I know where you're going. This guy's got a trail of tears, I know I'm your kinks, you. sir. I know the garbage you're into. Dizzy is the predatory. She's the date rapist, okay? Oh, clearly. Xander, Xander, he'll groom you. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Well played, well played. I'll date rape you, but after you, like, acknowledge that you love me. There's a lot of work. Then I'm moving on to your little sister is how this is going. But, uh, fucking, where are we at now? Uh, yeah, fucking... The brain bug comes the out. The brain bug comes out, and, uh... I like how... I like how... I like... But I like when the brain bug comes out. He has, like, the little, like, the little mini, like, beetles that, like... like Yeah, carry him around, because he's just, like, a well, big fat Well, there's slob. a lot of them that come out in He's, front like, of Mojo from the like, X-Men. Like, too here, fucking obese to move leader. around. Like, they're, like, laying out the red carpet for them. They're just, like, the yeah, little... Yeah, this thing's just, like, a big fat slug with, like, eight eyes and a giant sloppy vagina mouth. I was gonna say, <laughs> big, the biggest, big grossest asshole, sloppy big, vagina a mouth. A big sphincter. <laughs> but, yeah, they're fucking holding down Xander and Denise Richards. It takes this fucking brain sucker, fucking plows it into douchebag's head, sucks his brain out, and I'm like, hell yeah! What's his last line to... I didn't write it down, but he basically... He's like... One day, oh. someone like me is going to kill you yeah, and like all that. of you. I couldn't hear because I, like, I was just yeah. cheering that he finally died. He was my least favorite character in this movie. I still gave him props, though, when he was like, go fuck yourself there at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before the, his fucking shit got drummed yeah. out. Yeah, the, the fucking effects on his face when they suck his brain out. Yeah, pretty they, strong. Any of the brain sucking to, shit the, going on in this movie? Yeah, yeah where they cut to like the, brains, the brain bugs, uh, his like vacuum tube, and uh. it's like legitimately not CG, like a thing. Getting, like, shit yeah, yeah, yeah. They clearly built like at like, least a couple yeah. bugs for this Dude, it was movie. Like, fucking yeah. five million dollar budget. What do you think we're doing here? Then it goes to suck Denise Richards' fucking brains, and she badass pulls out a Rambo knife and fucking she, cuts its. Xander brain gave her the off. knife while yeah. they were laying there. There's fucking green pus and shit flying everywhere. His brain bugs like. Bah! It's fucking cool. I fucking love this scene. I She's getting it. like green pus all over, just fucking bukkake style. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, and that's when they, that's when they come plowing through. Yeah, Rico up, right? and his fucking dudes show up just in the nick of time to save his girlfriend. Thank God. Maybe, maybe if they get through this war with the bugs, maybe he'll get to see one of her areola maybe. someday if he just keeps putting in the work. Just keeps putting in the work. Maybe she'll wear like a loose fitting blouse and like the buttons kind oh, of. Oh, that would be a dream. You know, that would be a, a dream. I've got real war. Uh, 
uh, analogy. Ooh, here we this. go. Tom Rock, fucking military. I just nerd. remembered I read this shit. So then, old boy from uh, The Wire, as they're trying to leave, sure. gets shot, Carver. and he's all like, oh, he gets "Hold on, before slashed you, across before you get to that, before you get to that, we got to give uh, Johnny Rico's big scene here, where he's finally showing up to save the girl, oh. and he's like, "I'm gonna kill this fucking bug," and he goes, "You're some kind of big, fat, smart bug." <laughs> That's pretty cool. So what you're telling that, me now, movie would have been better if they would have got Keanu. Keanu could have sold yeah. these fucking lines. That, were, like that reminds Van me of one not. of the propaganda films when they show like the two correspondents going back and forth. And the one lady's like, yeah, that's right. I'm telling you, there's a brain bug. I am offended. Yeah. If you find the thought of a think. bug that can think. That's the best. Anyways, so that dude, he like, uh, for the wire, he's all like, just give me the nuke and get out of here and give me all the ammo. Sacrifice himself. So that's like that scene. And then the scene um, earlier where he's like, what do you want to live forever? That's based on a real life Marine from the Battle of Bella Wood in World War I. Okay, yeah, I've heard that you want to live forever. That's based on a real life Marine of Bella Wood. My great, great, great uncle was a message runner runner that survived Bella Wood. God damn. I'm surprised because I didn't think they let gingers in the service back then. He wasn't a ginger. Oh, that's just not genetic? <laughs> Me and my brother are like freaks of the family, just throwing it out there. The shit's also very Makes much, much more like sense <laughs> now. End of Red Dawn, where bitch has got the grenade and she's going to sacrifice That's also what we call dying. Tom Red Dawn. <laughs> or, or even Powers Booth, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for fucking sure. Because instead of There's like, a lot he of that drops shit going the on fucking Red smoke, Dawn. that dude holds on to the nuke. But yeah, Carver fucking, also his name, his character's name is Sugar Watkins in this, which is a pretty cool fucking name. The other, the one of the other cats that, that starts clearly an amateur box. <laughs> no pun intended. That I just said one of the other cats. Seven and one. But one of the other, I just the dude kitten. He was one of the dudes there's earlier. A, there's the, a kitten. Yeah, oh, he's one of the younger on cats in the earlier that gets. <laughs> I just said that again. But he gets. Uh, which guy is that? He almost looks like a Brian Austin Green, and like he gets fucked up earlier yeah, no, too. Too much because they all too end up bugs. dying. Everyone from the original group right, dies, yeah. other than uh, Gary Busey's the old teeth. Harvard and, boy or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Gar- yeah, Gary Busey's character dies, but his teeth make it out of this movie alive. <laughs> it's just the chattering teeth. Just it's just around. giant teeth holding a big bag and a gun. <laughs> The, the CG on that cost like $10 million alone. But yeah, Carver fucking nukes this fucking tunnel so everybody can get away. It's a big heroic Shoot moment. Shoot down a bug hole. Got fucking a lot of dead bugs. Denise Richards and Casper Science. Van Dien are about to have like some sort of maybe reconciliation when it's just everybody's cheering and happy all of a sudden. And it's like, yep. we caught the brain bug. Kurgan, the Kurgans caught the brain. Right, sure. It turns out fucking Clancy Brown, he uh, re-enlisted as a private so that he could fight on the front line. That's also a real life thing. He led some people... There was a dude that was. They captured the brain bug. They during got the Pearl Harbor, I think it was, and he wanted yeah, to ben go. Yeah, Ben Affleck. And wanted to, <laughs> he wanted to re-enlist, and they're like, nope, you have to stay here unless you knock yourself down to a private. So he's like, fuck that. I'm driving down to a private, re-enlisting. And then Josh Hartnett was just flipping his That was the name I couldn't pull. The Thank entire, you. The entire fucking rest of the You made the, the joke I wanted to. <laughs> Doogie Hauser shows up I and does a little is. mind Bull meld Nazi with the brain out. bug. Yeah, just full on like. Full Doogie Nazi Himmler. Here. That's one of my favorite. It's afraid. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's afraid! All the fucking roops are just like... Everybody's, everybody's cheering at the concept of fear. Uh, we're, we're, we're cheering the suffering of the this other species yes. that we now are certain we're going to conquer. It's so, then they cut to the next propaganda film. We're doing all we oh, can yeah. to investigate this. And they just show that dude with that giant drill. Just shove it that was that was my book. legitimate laugh of the film when they put a censoring brick Which, over them putting the probe into the brain bug's vagina mouth. That was like the fact that they that, censored they, that is hilarious. They fuck up the cow. Yeah, full circle. We start with a propaganda video, like "Come join the Space Marines." We end with a propaganda video. Oh yeah, that's also eternal where Carmen, war. You see, it, she no longer the has best. a giant hole in her chest, and she yeah. is totally unaffected by anything that's happened. Bro, they put her in the loop yeah. goop. Definitely. They, they fucking, the, all they had to do, stick her in. I love that we can it's hear the last your of the notes. fucking notes. <laughs> it's the end of the movie. That's great. Fucking yeah. militaries make the enemy an other so the soldiers will kill. Eternal war. Blood makes the grass grow. Fucking biting satire. That's Starship Troopers. Horny, crazy redheads. Or fucking, if there's a horny, crazy redhead, just get it out of the way and fuck her because she's going to get to you eventually. Hell yeah. Let's take a break. Let's listen to some coming attractions, see what else we got coming up for October Monster Mash movies, and then when we come back, Starship Troopers will enter Judgment Day. Tell me, Mr. Franklin, have you ever known anyone with Alzheimer's? No. What if you could end all that suffering with a single pill? Give me till Monday morning, 48 hours. I'll give you results that'll skyrocket your stock price. In the most advanced research facility in the world. Wow. Beneath its glassy surface, a world of gliding monsters. A team of specialists is working against the clock. Did someone order the fish? On an experiment to benefit mankind. Sharks never show any loss of brain activity as they age. We're this close to the reactivation of human brain cell. But before they can save millions of lives... Tell me I didn't see that. They recognize that gun. It's impossible. Sharks do not swim backwards. They can't. They'll have to find a way to save their own. What the hell did you do to those sharks? Did you feel something? Jim and I use gene therapies to increase their brain mass. What is that? As a side effect, the sharks got smarter. Somebody, please, tell me what that is.
You're going out there to destroy them. That's the plan. All right, I'm in. The first time she survived the most terrifying creature in the universe, she thought the nightmare was over. Something under the floor. It hadn't even begun. Coming straight for That's inside the room. Sigourney Weaver, Aliens, the new movie. This time, it's war. Starts July 18th at a famous players and other selected theaters near you. Uh, we're creeping up pretty near two hours here, and I don't want to spend my entire day tomorrow editing this podcast because I got some other shit to get done. So I'm let's, let's get into this Judgment Day, guys. Uh, oh, okay. Judgment Day is when we go out to the internet to see what you, the people, had to say about the film that we were watching. If you haven't been on the internet, folks, check it get out. on the internet. There's yeah. porn there. Yeah. I'm going to get a couple of one-bullet reviews and a couple of five-bullet reviews. We're going to read them here. We're going to digest them. Remember when that girl tried to sell us on, like, maybe buying people's only cams or only fans or whatever? And we were oh, like... bartender the yeah, other night? we were like, you're a sweet young lady, but no. Yeah, she was like, I heard that it could be better than the free stuff on the internet. And we were like, no. What are you talking about? Unless you got one you of them, you can literally see any weird shit you yeah. can imagine. Unless you got one on of them VR headsets, there's no way you can tell me there's well, better online pornography. Pay for an OnlyFans, correct? Unless you were like one of these women's like ex, and that's just yeah. how you were paying child yeah. support. Get a VR headset, guys. Our first one bullet review here is from an IMDb user named Snovac. There's a couple different, like, camps of people who feel very strongly about this movie. Here's one of them. Pro-bug and anti-bug? This film had fantastic potential. Anybody can tell you that this was based on a book written by Robert Heinlein. Still right so far. In truth, however, all Verhoeven got right was just that the main character was named Juan Johnny Rico, and the enemy was the bugs. To give this more context, let me add that the book was originally published in 1959. That was a burning question of Keep mine. this in mind. The story was written before Vietnam, only six years after the Korean conflict had drawn to a close, only four years after the publishing of The Return of the King. Remember that when you read all the commentary here about how this movie is a quote-unquote social commentary, that is all Verhoeven. Not Heinlein. According to the DVD commentary, Paul Verhoeven never finished reading the novel, claiming he read through the first few chapters and became both bored and depressed. The movie's message is, war makes fascists of us all, and that he sees the movie as a satire of American militarism. Great background research there, Paul. The overall theme of the book is that social responsibility requires individual sacrifice. It is the only science fiction novel on the reading list at three of the four United States military academies. The novel was filled with life lessons and examples of the importance of civic duty. More importantly, though... Is this a book review or a movie <laughs> review? It had a really cool element that would have translated very well on film. Power armor! The book spends loads of time explaining the power armor that made the infantry the mobile infantry. Soldiers didn't ride down in boats. They were shot from tubes and capsules. Hence the term cap trooper. And their suits looked like a kind of giant mechanical gorilla. Rather than utilize one of the best ideas in the history of science fiction warfare, Verhoeven decided to create Space 90210 
and add in his own sophomoric commentary on soldiering in society. Pretty boys and girls in shower scenes might bring in the high school money, but it certainly doesn't make a good movie. If you enjoy seven, I'll watch that show. I strongly recommend that you read the book. You'll know immediately why those of us who did were very disappointed. Fantastic potential, never even close to becoming realized. One bullet from IMDb user Snowvac. So when this movie came out, there was this one newspaper, I think it was like in New York, and they were like, hey. I've heard of New York. And they were like, hey, like teenage kids, whatever, if you send in, we'll send you free movie tickets to go to the movies and then sneak in to fucking see Starship Troopers. And Starship this Troopers. Had to have been the post. You gotta like Google this shit though. You'll, you, you're gonna laugh though. Like they had so many underage kids like getting just into this movie. off in the theater. Just getting into uh, Starship Troopers. Just fucking funny. Limp Bizkit Nate. parties in the Starship Troopers. One of the things like Casper Van Dien's quoted in saying at one point he was like, "Yeah, if we would have made it PG-13, we probably would have made a whole lot more money back because like all these young kids, no were, way, but all these young kids were going to the movie anyways, and like sneaking in and shit. Yeah, nobody would have cared without the nude shower scene. You know That's what's funny though, you know what you know what Snowback sounded like to me? What? Nerd! Fucking back that one up. Uh, we got another one bullet review here from someone who. Dislikes the movie for a different reason. This is an Amazon user named Michael D. Sounds legit. Amazon didn't get so big, honestly. I like the movie, but Amazon must have my pennies, quarters, spare change. This and many others used to be free on Prime. Amazon misrepresents. They lie. They cheat. They will reach in and take the money from your mom's purse. I hope and pray Amazon fails. Their lies catch up. Their profit goes away. They are cheating bastards. I ask Amazon to pay the full balance on my credit card. I gotta pay to remove my tires to do a rotation. They are directional. Got me again. One bullet from Amazon. Reluctant Amazon user. Michael D. <laughs> I will say this. I hate fucking goddamn Amazon Prime because they'll be like, hey, look at these movies we have. And you're like, oh, I can't watch this. I have to pay unless I have pit work. Back on Just Amazon Prime. Just give me though. all the fucking shit. I watch that- this shit for free on Amazon Prime. Oh, I totally watch this for Today. free. Today. I watched it for Today. free. I watched it for free also because I didn't want. Yeah, because oh, I didn't yeah. want to put time. in my DVD. And you could watch part three on Crackle. <laughs> Duly noted. Part two, you have to, but part oh, two, fire up but, the crackle. They'll, but they'll throw. <laughs> it was free on Prime. It was yeah. free on Prime, my man. I yeah, got Prime. you should have watched, watched it, it free uh, on Prime. Friday. Regardless, Just Prime, Prime always <clears throat> will fucking show you like, hey, look at these movies. You should watch these, and you're like, I'm not paying fucking ten dollars to watch this. Right? Yeah, Just, I don't have just that. Show app. me the ones that are what? free, you damn like, idiot. And if you even go like, what, what movies can I watch for watch on Prime? If you just watch, what can I watch for yeah, sure, on Prime? Sure. They're like, even if you say watch for free, they'll be like, you can watch all these for free. It's if not, you got the app it's for not whatever. Entirely straightforward, but no, at all. but I they thought. did pay for your tires to get rotated, right? Like that check did clear. Amazon it's, paid for that. It's not my account. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, clearly, this guy wrote that review for Amazon Prime in like 2005 when it was like their second oh, yeah. year or something. It was about, it was about around. When do you do tire rotations around. through Amazon Prime? How do you do that? <laughs> Does someone come to your house? 
No, you print off your Amazon receipt and take it to <laughs> Guys, Walmart. Guys, as I've said, there are a lot of people that love this movie because of what a sharp satire it is. Mm, and these I people like love to tell you about how a lot of people don't realize that this movie is a satire. This five-bullet review I have here is from a very sharp, very intellectual IMDb user named Deadpool X. That's a pretty cool name. Is that supposed to be like Deadpool 10? And possibly. Or maybe like Weapon X, Deadpool. I mean. Like it could be. I don't know. I don't no, know. what you said makes no sense. Extreme. Tom's right. Deadpool, Deadpool Extreme 10. Mountain Dew Monster Energy. He, he's got it there. He's Guys, uh, Deadpool famously worked a lot with Domino, which is the shitty movie that uh, Tom brought up at the beginning of the podcast. Full circle. Best satire since Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> Starship Troopers is a subtle and insidiously subversive movie that proved frighteningly prescient in the wake of post-9-11 uber-patriotism. Both Heinlein's book and Verhoeven's film are valid and interesting political statements at opposite ends of the spectrum. Heinlein's novel was criticized as fascist at the time of its publication, and for all his obvious talent as a writer, I'm inclined to agree. The movie is as much a send-up of the original novel as it is a satire of jingoist American politics. It really is a shame that despite the squeaky clean heroes plucked straight from the soaps, the Mormon extremists, the multiple amputee mobile infantry retirees, and the propaganda shorts masquerading as news, the vast majority still seems to regard Starship Troopers as a stupid action movie, and for some reason, absolutely refuses to consider that it might be something more. Five bullets from New York intellectual and IMDb user Deadpool X. It's crazy how I've seen every episode of Frasier and still hated that <laughs> review. Right. I've never seen that. It's because you're a Daphne. Oh, uh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said. My final five bullet review here is also from an IMDb user. This is an IMDb user by the name of Firacha. Firacha. <clears throat> Firacha. While some of the characters and lines in the movie were a little underdeveloped, the overriding story of the evolution of our society into an aggressive, militarist regime cannot be ignored. The action scenes were great, with flawless computer animation. How Titanic beat it for special effects, I will never know. They sunk a fucking ship! Jurassic Park was also that year. Oh, come on, that's a tough year. Was it really Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park was like 94. No. And enhancement supported by what can only be described as gore-laden prosthetics. I thought they could have left the love story out, but that's Hollywood. Very watchable, and a nice change from the Alien movies. This is war, not some isolated pit fight. I love the Alien movies, but Starship Troopers just has a lot of lead. Heads and bodies flying left, right, and center. I thought the mobile infantry could have used better weaponry. Apparently in the novel that it's based on, the MI has powered armor with assault cannon and missile launchers, etc. to battle such a foe, but I'm just being technical. If you want a nice beer and pretzels movie to yell and scream at, then this is it. Five bullets from IMDb user Thiracha. That's part two. Tom Rock, quit digging around in your phone and give us your final thoughts and your bullet rating. Here on Starship Four Bullets. 
all one of my oh. one of my favorite Whoa. movies of all time. Saw it in the theater with comes out swinging. Damn, and I still remember who I went to the theater with. It was my ex girlfriend. Uh-huh. Uh huh. First and last names or it doesn't count. Yeah, Beth Jessen. Oh yes. wow. Ooh. Katie Potter. Ooh, dang. And I can't remember the dude that we were with that was with her. Doesn't matter. I know his face. Dude, don't count. I can find him. Regardless, uh, yeah, so Four Bullets. I love this movie. I think everything about it is great. Everything about it. I mean, it's a little slow at the start, but I can put it on. I can just laugh. I just laugh at it. Like the it's the dialogue movie. Yeah, the dialogue, the whole thing. Like this is one of those flicks you 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 see it on TV. It's like, well, I guess uh, my afternoon's uh, solidified. You know what I'm saying? Strong support from Tom Rock. I I like the effects. I I like the whole thing. I respect it. The lines are. It's a total B movie. It's good shit, dude. B is in badass. Matt, Matt, what do you have to say here? What are your final bullet rating and your fucking final thoughts here on Starship Troopers? I also love B movies. Mm. I I love the B movie. Also, seen that one? The butthole (laughs) movie. Hilarious. Seinfeld's Seinfeld's funniest work. I saw the um, uh, Vivid Entertainment. uh, Mm. uh, Wait, are you paying for porn after that OnlyFans screed you just. we already talked about the No, no, no. I've I've got an illegal uh, account that I stream into, and I watch oh, all my like favorite Tom's porn Amazon parodies. Prime. Yeah, uh, I do love B movies. I do love practical effects. This has a little bit of everything for everybody, but I gotta stick to my guns. I hate the fucking runtime of this movie. Mm, Absolutely fair. hate the runtime. of Ninety this movie. minute version of this. Could have been something special. Cannot, cannot sign off on Casper Van Dien and Denise Richards. I think the proof's in the pudding. Their careers fucking worked Jake out Busey, after this. As we know, I'm okay with. Of course, I'm okay with. I would usually classify this kind of movie as in a, I know it's awful, but I still like it. I usually give that about a two bullet rating right there. Ooh, two is two is but, low. Two is low. But... I wholeheartedly respect Mr. Paul Beethoven's God refusal damn, I respect to him. read a novel and mm, just make a movie. Fair, it's every fair. it's every book report I ever wrote in my entire life. Fuck you, I'm not reading the book. They got a little blurb on the in the fucking beginning of the book and at the end of the book, and you can make up what's in between. You got to like trust that your teacher didn't really read that shit because she's probably just as lazy as no, you are, you piece of shit. Over. That's why. She's so hungover this morning. I will bump this movie up to three full Three bullets. full bullets. Just a notch under Tom Rock here. Okay. I, like, I like what he said. What you said about uh, Paul Beethoven's uh, refusal to read the book and That's being right. like part of that, though, is like, Man, fuck that shit. I lived through it. I ain't going to do a movie about yeah. this fascist-ass bullshit. I'm going to make fun of this fascist-ass yeah. bullshit. Hey, man, read that book and just tell me what it is, and I'll make fun to of it. To quote Belly, when's the great. last time you read a book? Never, motherfucker. I'm on this earth for one thing. Get money. Whoop, whoop. All right, my final thoughts here. I think the first half of this movie is fucking rough. I watched it in two fucking chunks. So did I. It was like hour one, hour what two. With you guys? I came out of the first hour just like, uh, this is a chore. I don't want to watch this. Came into the second hour like, it's picking up. I'm having a lot of fun now. It's a tale of two movies for me. I think some of the shit looks low rent because they just have too many locations and like too many different things they're doing. 
Cut out a lot of scenes, a lot of locations. Get it down to 90 minutes. I'm going to like it a lot more. But what I have to appreciate, you appreciate the fucking Verhoeven refusing to read a book. I appreciate how much fake blood was on the set of this movie, how much gore movie, fucking horror movie type effects we get. It's a lot of fun. I appreciate that they got every actress in this movie's boobs out, even though they were too cowardly to have the men hang dongs. Uh, my initial instinct was to give this one a straight middle of the road, two and a half bullets, but Ironside and the gore knocks it up to also three bullets for me. I'm right there with you, Matt, agreeing on that one. I agree with if it if it was only 90 minutes, uh, dude, I'd be hard-pressed not to give it five bullets. It could. We could be looking at a five-bullet movie. And you, 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 and you keep bringing all, 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 all the actresses' boobs, but Denise Richards famously said, no, nay, nay, nay. I will not show my boobs. That's because she was saving that for bacon. Nay, she nay. Was saving it for no Kevin Bacon. Nay. And I wanted to bring this up way, way earlier when you brought up the him doing Basic Instinct and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Famously, uh, he wanted her. Sleazy he he wanted story. he wanted Sharon Stone to Paul get way Beethoven. more naked during the sex scene in Total Recall, and she was like, "No, what you see is what you get." And then he's famously quoted as saying, "Oh, I got her back." <laughs> well, you know, I was like well, that's kind of creepy, but it's kind of funny. The thing that made time. her actually famous. So fucking, you're welcome, <laughs> Paul right? fucking Beethoven. Yeah, guys, we're fucking moving along next week. Deeper into October, closer to Halloween. That means we need to stick with our monster movie theme. Fucking. You ready for this? Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. We're watching Deep Blue Sea next week here on the Action Movie Podcast. That's a fun one. It's a fun one. Sharks who are as smart as Paul Beethoven. I've never seen it. On the Action Movie Podcast. I'm absolutely serious. We call it Baby Oil and Blow, and we got one thing we need you all to know. You got The Punisher? You got Samuel L. Jackson? Okay, we got a few things we need you to know. No, this is... uh, I can't remember who else. Uh, Probably some chicks, man. There's a chick, a couple white chicks. I don't think she gets her tits out. There's definitely a white chick. Hey, stay single, and don't forget, if you are one of those chicks in Deep Blue Sea... Drop your top and kiss your ass goodbye. I was working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from its slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the monster mash It was a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash he did the monster mash From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abodes To get a jolt from my electrodes They did the monster mash It was a graveyard smash It caught on in a flash They did the monster mash The zombies were having 